WIOD presents Neil Rogers. To get in touch and talk, call 751-WIOD in Dade, 524-WIOD in Broward, or 655-278-WIOD in the Palm Beaches. Other areas may call collect. The opinions expressed by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Give my regards to Neil Rogers. Tell him that I've never heard a smuttier program in my life. Thank you, Sam. Uh, tell me from you that's a high compliment. It's 10.05 at WIOD. Good morning. We're really excited to be here. Fat Rich is in the building, which means there's food here. <laughs> and we're going to have a heck of a day today. Trust me when I tell you. Uh-oh. Well, no, I think we can go back to doing a radio show today. Although I do have some additional comments that I want to make about what we've been discussing the last couple of days. But then we'll uh, get back to doing a radio show, mm-hmm. which is about time. Anyway, uh, we're really hot at Gulfstream. The bird yesterday uh. gave you in the sixth race Hot Pillow, which is still running. Okay, <laughs> fifth cold as in I a seven-horse race. And I gave you Plate Queen in the ninth race, came in fifth in an eight-horse race. So not too hot. No, we're cold. Terrible. Okay, here's my special pick at Gulfstream today. Go out and plunge your brains out on Green Performer. You thought I was going to pick General Tim, <laughs> but I shocked you. Green Performer with Dos Ramos in the eighth race, six to one in the morning line. That's got a shot. The two horse. It's got a shot. I yeah. Think. In mm-hmm. fact, look at this. Dave Joseph picks it on top. Yeah. I'll be damned. I don't hear any... Um, no, I'm... Um, giving up? Yeah. Today, anyway. I, I'm humiliated and embarrassed and... I and ought to be. So. Yeah, and sh- exactly. Okay, anyway, um, one of the things we want to do, and we did this yesterday, and Steve did a magnificent job of doing it all afternoon, is uh, have you folks, in, in light of the um, virulent hate campaign against Steve and myself in this station, uh, have those of you who enjoy the programming here, if you want to see it continue, uh, write letters and notes to Mike Disney, our general manager. Just uh, send them along to uh, Mike Disney, WIOD, Miami, 33141. And because we have that great fax machine in there, you know, if you're a business person or somebody else that's got a fax machine and wants to send a similar kind of a note rather than waste the postage and take that much time, uh, here's a WIOD number at WIOD, 757-7516. And you can just send your message of support on the fax machine, 757-7516. Boy, there's... There's enough sevens in that number that we could have Larry Kent come in special to uh, give the number on the air, right? 757-7516. Our first call out of town again, a collect from Washington, D.C. Good morning, Mr. President. How you doing? Good morning, Neil. Good morning, uh, Glenn. How you doing this morning? Is this the grease man? Uh, no, I have no grease. Uh-huh. What I do have is some information that was printed in the Washington Times. Really? Well, if it's in the Washington Times, you know it must be true. Well, How's Reverend Moon doing, by the way? <laughs> Listen, this is good for talk radio, though. Okay. The header is, this is for the new news analysis. The header is, Furious Public Rallied on Cries from Talk Radio. Really? Uh, quoting quickly from the article, the Reverend... Well, this must be about the congressional pay raise. Yes, it is. Mm. <laughs> Okay, well, the revolutionary start. heroes of this rebellion were radio talk show hosts and disc jockeys around the country. Uh, it does mention, unfortunately... Uh, Lee Sandy Fowler. Pardon? Lee Fowler. No, Sandy Payton. What? Oh, wow. Uh, Same genre. Right, says, uh, w Snooze, Sandy Payton said she had been a Miami talk show host for 22 years, and of any issue we've discussed, I've never seen so much outrage. Yeah. 
Then it, it goes into Oh, Sandy, I think it's terrible. <laughs> These people. Yeah, it's sugar cookies, but, the, you know, the article basically contrasts. And I want to that. tell you something, pal. First, the congressional pay raise. Next, the outrageous prices on the early bird, okay? <laughs> That's coming next. And if there's anybody who could do it, it's Sandy. Well, Sandy is, is tough, boy. It, it does mention the whole history here, but what it does say is that while the newspaper stirred up little or no controversy about it, uh, quoting right from the article, radio hosts talk to real people. Washington journalists talk to each other. Right. Well, we're like uh, the folks up at WPBR in Palm Beach. We're here to make a difference, okay? <laughs> well, I know that's not, you know, the, the way that you do the show down there, but it's just basically it's something good about talk radio. That is correct. Yeah. Well, on occasion, we've been known to make a difference, you know. Uh, that is true. It's not, not like Sandy, but... Uh... <laughs> well, I'm sorry that it didn't mention you. Okay? No, that's all right. No news I, got enough, I got enough paper coverage here as it is. Yeah, I've been here. We even made the Hallandale Digest today. Jeez. Good, that's great. I'm, I'm coming back to Miami today, so I'll be interested in seeing that. Uh, my girlfriend was supposed to record some of your show for me while I was up here. Uh, I've got to go. I just wanted to leave you with uh, just this one thing. I want to say good morning to Frankie and Sean, your douchebag, and Neil, you're the greatest. Okay, thanks a lot. Say hi to President Bush League for us, will Well, you? I was going to mention you to him before I leave. Okay. So. Tell him right. I hope he's feeling better. He, he has been under the weather, but then again yeah. with the uh, faulty towers issue. Yeah, well, tell him we like John a lot, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Neil. Thanks a lot. Good morning. Great call from Washington, D.C. i got news for you, man. Very few local talk shows anywhere in the country start out with calls from our nation's capital, right? And probably most of them are pretty uh, happy about it. <laughs> anyway, we made the Hallandale Digest today, which is more about the freedom of speech becomes an issue for Rogers and Kane, Hallandale in the middle of legal battle, and all this stuff we've been talking about the last couple of days. I think the most interesting, and the person who wrote it, Karen Conway, is going to call me because she didn't have a chance to uh, talk to me before writing this. So all mm -hmm. of the quotes, of course, come from our dear attorney friend, from uh, Sonny Rosenberg, and from Mr. Intendola, the city manager in Hallandale. Now, his comments, I think, are the most interesting, and I think it proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that this whole Hallandale segment of the witch hunt campaign is a Sonny Rosenberg orchestrated chapter, okay? Oh. Mr. Intendola said increased controversy only increases Shock Radio's ratings. When the city of Hallandale went head-to-head -head with Rogers about two years ago, Rogers had the third-rated show, Intendola said, which is not true. We were number one, but mm -hmm. he says, we gave him his number one ratings. The city's crusade against Rogers' show eventually died a natural death because of a lack of support, Intendola said. Even some of those people who say it's nasty think it's funny, and advertisers told us to go for a walk. Yeah, yeah. How do you like that? Go walk the dog. And also our attorney friend said uh, he's contacted station advertisers, which include Gulfstream Park and Hallandale, and described the content of Roger's show, and they have continued to advertise. Well, no kidding. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Attempts to garner the support of the Broward County school system, but A. Brith and other uh, local religious, ethnic, and youth groups have also failed, he said. Huh. Nobody has the guts to do anything about this type of programming, he said. Well, the bottom line is most people have a sense of humor and they understand it. And even if they don't like it, they just turn it off and don't listen in that case, which most rational people do. And uh, the idea that we're harming anybody with this kind of programming, of course, is just a desperate attempt to create havoc and chaos and problems for me at any station that I work on. You know, first it was WINZ, and then it was Zeta, and now just by coincidence, it's WIOD. Oh, it, oh. Just a coincidence. Huh. Although I thought you once said there are no coincidences. How about that? All right, let me do a little break here, then when we come back, I've got a few more comments I want to make about that, and then we'll get into... Uh, and we may have a big celebrity guest coming by today, hopefully. This is exciting. That, well, let me give you a little sneak preview. 
Okay, that's as much as we'll give you. <laughs> that's all that's necessary. 12 minutes after 10, Toyota of Hollywood. All right, now don't fight over the paper here. Let's just try to relax. We've got a lot of copies of the paper. What is that? Who is that? That's uh, L. McPherson in Sports Illustrated, which I've been looking for a copy of this around here, but the sports department gets that magazine for some weird reason, you know? Oh, I get it. I subscribe to SI. Do you? And I got one of those great little phones, you know, the ones that don't work. Now and I also have that tape. Oh, greatest bloopers, oh, the greatest in, um, bloopers. Volume 2, which is really not all that great. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to uh, some of the information that we're passing along, since this is now a public news story, and since the published news stories mentioned that these uh, harassment campaigns have been going on for the last 19 months, uh, obviously the chronology of same is a legitimate news story that we can discuss. Uh, when we were at Zeta, there was a period of time when... With great regularity, we'd be getting either phone calls or messages or something would pop up in the newspaper. Remember the one Greg Budell was going to sue me? You remember that? Oh, vividly. And uh, we kept wondering, what the hell is this all about? There was even a thing with Bill Tanner, who called us yesterday on air as a good friend of ours, uh, his attorney calling the radio station and threatening this. And, that. and the bottom line comes to find out that this same attorney individual had been making phone calls or writing letters to these individuals. In fact, Greg and I discussed this when mm -hmm. I had that phone call with him about a month ago or two yeah. months and, um, you know, taking things out of context and twisting and manipulating and sue them, sue them, you know, and urging people again, uh, soliciting business and urging people to sue me. And, um, you know, so for those who are regular listeners and go back with this soap opera that's been ongoing for 19 months now, and you wondered what all of that stuff was about, including Denise White, our next-door neighbor here yes. at Channel 7. Mm -hmm. You'll recall when they did that piece, she and the Steve, whatever his name is? Dawson. Dawson. Gee, how, you know... <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they did that piece on morning shows and they defamed me and did that awful stuff, and I made some, you know, jokes about that, uh, same thing again, you know, received phone calls from the same individual. So those of you who think that this is some kind of an isolated campaign or that, the, you know, there's some real merit here, all it's been has been a scatter buckshot attempt to contact everybody and anybody possible to make as much problem for Neil Rogers and basically get him off the air. You know, get me fired, get me out of the market, destroy my career, my life, uh, harass my friends like Fat Rich who's sitting here who's got a whole series of things that have been sent to him, plastered on his car, phone calls at 7 o'clock in the morning, etc. And it's been one of the ugliest and nastiest harassment campaigns. Steve had a guy call in yesterday whose name and number we've got, by the way, who is a sponsor on this station who related the kind of harassment that he's oh, had from this no. individual. Really? And even when he was... Uh, uh, advertising not on this show, but on the rest of the station. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't okay, according to this individual. If he didn't stop advertising, he was going to uh, let everybody know what he was doing, and ba-ba-ba, this and that. And again, this goes so far beyond the bounds of any individual's free speech yes. to interfere with other people's business uh, that it really is just shocking, I think is the word that somebody we know might say. Shocking. That's uh, really... Yeah. That's and I heard, you know, thing. Steve had a lot of great calls yesterday. He also had some of the blue hairs calling again and, uh, you know, taking issue with what I say. Well, that's fine. If you don't like what I say, you don't have to listen to the show. Nobody out there is going to be injured or harmed because of this program. You can go to the bank on that, all right? And, uh, you know, if you're thin-skinned. And the fact is that every one of these people who called in listened to the show. Even though they denied it in many cases, they were quoting chapter and verse. Roger's got a note on here. He said he talked to one of Mike's sponsors this morning that was harassed during this as what? well. One of Ranieri's sponsors. How do you like that? No, Mike is about as non-controversial and one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to know and certainly not involved in any of this other no. business that allegedly is going on. And even his sponsors Good have been harassed what by this individual. What does that tell you? Nobody. So I think you folks out there, it's about time that you knew just how widespread and how disgusting this thing was 
And again, we really hope that you'll take the time, because we know that we're reaching, Steve said, tens of thousands. It's hundreds of thousands of people yeah. uh, every week on these programs. And, uh, you know, all of us here at WYOD have got um, a vested interest, including the station management, in seeing that uh, we are protected and that we have uh, a lot of support from you folks out there who enjoy what we do. If you don't enjoy it, good luck to you. As we said yesterday, lots of other places you can go. Mm -hmm. Go listen to Sandy. She's even made it in Washington now, in the Washington <laughs> Times, so she's probably doing one hell of a job over there at WOLD. So you have plenty of alternatives, okay? But those of you who do enjoy it, drop us a letter. Uh, Mike Disney, WIOD, Miami, 33141. Or if you have a fax machine, you can send it along a note, uh, letter, whatever you want, on the fax machine, 757-7516. Okay? Also want to mention, if you're looking for those great new um, unbelievable Neil Rogers bumper stickers, you can get them this Sunday at Tradewinds Park in Coconut Creek, a classic and antique car show to benefit the Broward Humane Society. Look for the WIOD Roving Radio and Sharon who will be handing out the stickers and other goodies, and Meg Green will even be there. That's Good a little bonus. Heavens. She'll be there from 10 to 1. This Sunday, 9 to 5, Sample Road on the Florida Turnpike for the uh, Tradewinds Park thing, the classic and antique car show. Okay? Yeah. First okay. name. Mm -hmm. All right, I guess that uh, gets us caught up. We'll do another little piece of business, then we'll take some calls from our good friends out there in Radio Land. We have so many of them, obviously. Hmm. Don't we? Yeah. A little note from Joe at Taft Street, who's doing just great. A little uh, thing here from Gulfstream Park. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, you see, one thing I'd like to explain is people don't advertise on these radio programs or any other ones just because they like us. <laughs> they advertise because they get tremendous results. That's what advertising is all about. That's and all. even if you disagree... See, when I used to do topical talk and had a lot of very strong opinions about organized religion and lots of other topics... Um, the one thing that was consistent is that even people who disagreed with my philosophy found that they got tremendous results yeah. because you're not selling your philosophy. You're selling the fact that you're reaching a tremendous number of people. You've got great credibility, and the uh, people will patronize your sponsors, and they do. So for our attorney friend who just can't understand how they continue to advertise in spite of his harassment campaign and bombardment of, of hate against these shows... The fact of the matter is that these people know they're getting a bang for the buck, okay? They're getting response. That's all they care about. And that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Okay, 751-WIOD in Dade, 524-WIOD in Broward, 278-9463 in Boca. And, oh, I, I got a kick out of the one caller called in yesterday that said I had defamed Boca even as as of yesterday, which I did. Mm -hmm. And I'll say it again. You watch how long it takes that Boca line to let up, man. <laughs> they're like the sleep, the walking dead in Boca. And in Palm Beach, which is a stage beyond that, 655-WIOD. <laughs> now, Valentine's Day is coming down. WIOD. 1025 at Happiness Radio. Uh, this is the real Barbara Tappetman. And our only open line is in Palm Beach, 655-WIOD. We'd love so much for somebody to call on the Palm Beach line, especially, preferably, somebody who doesn't live in Palm Beach. Oh, okay? Of course. So you can call us, collect. If you're calling from any place else and can't get through on a board, if you're that desperate on the Palm Beach line, 655-WYOD. We'll start in Miami this morning. Hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. How are you? Just great. Listen, I've been trying to call you for a couple of days regarding this silly guy. Uh, remember when you had an appearance when you was with Zeta and you was at the South Dade Shopping Center? Oh, I sure do, and he showed up you know, right. for harassment purposes. Yeah. Right. Uh, my husband and I brought you a tape of... Uh, the Dade County Commission meeting. Oh, yeah, and I still have it, and I appreciate it oh, very much. Okay. I still have that. Now, that tape is only part of the meeting. We saw a repeat of that same meeting later, and we taped the first part of it. 
And they more or less told the guy he's nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, this is the amazing part of it. He continues just going around contacting anybody and everybody. And, of course, the reason he made the contact with Sonny Rosenberg and Hallandale was because he realized, here's a guy who already hates my guts and has a personal axe to grind, so he's going to find a sympathetic ear. But the thing that frustrates him is that whether it's advertisers, whether it's the people at the University of Miami, whether it's the Metro Commission, I mean, you know, the guy has shown his true colors. He's shown what this is all about. And his credibility on a scale of zero is minus infinity. Right. And, you know, I've, I've been thinking there's something that keeps sticking in the back of my mind. You know, Jim and Tammy Baker and, uh, and uh, Swaggart, how they were damning everyone else, yeah. Oh, yeah. and they were doing the same thing. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm not going to make any accusations. Well, I don't. Even... I don't know anything about the man's personal life, nor do I care, because that's his business. But that's... I will. I will say on a general level, and I've said this before, people who protest to such a, a hysterical degree There's... very often have got something that. Uh... There's something. Yeah. Their something hiding. there. Yeah. You know, it makes you wonder. Yeah. But uh, if you would like uh, that tape. The complete... Oh, I'd love it, yeah. Okay, I'll get my husband to make you a copy. Excellent. Thanks. Appreciate it very much. Okay, bye-bye. 1028 at WIOD, an open line in Dade, 751-9463. Did we ever get the videotape? Does anybody know of the uh, Hallandale Commission meeting? I haven't heard anything about that. They were going to bring it by yesterday. I guess Nick would probably know. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Good morning. This is Lee. Uh, I'm on a mobile. Lee. I'm on the soygrass right now. <laughs> this is Lee in Palm Beach. No, no, I'm not in Palm Beach. I'm on the soygrass right now, but you said you wanted somebody on the Palm Beach line that didn't live in Palm Beach. Right. But I don't. But, uh... By the way, can I say something in, in the wake of that? Good. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I've been listening to your show the last couple of days, and this thing with Hollandale is unbelievable. Yeah. I tell you. They I, never learn their lesson, do they? It's, it's incredible. I just can't believe that people react like this. Uh, I enjoy your show, and the days that I don't, you know, I listen to it anyway. I just, you know, I just, I, I enjoy what you do. It's just strictly entertainment, and uh, that's all there is to it. And these people, if they just want to find excuses to complain about anything and everything. Well, let me let me put it this way, in a general level, anybody who would take the satirical or comedy things that we say on this on this show, they're obviously meant as comedy, and try to twist them and manipulate them and make them I- intended to be serious, has got to anyone who would do that would have to have sinister motives for doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, really. I just it's it's incredible. But you guys just keep doing what you're doing, and birds, you keep cackling back there and <laughs> hang in there, eat your food. I get hungry every time I listen to you guys. <laughs> And just keep going. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. See, that Palm Beach line is very useful. Not for Palm Beach, but for other people who can't get exactly. through on the Dayton Broward lines, man. It is a bonanza. Even Lauren Green would be uh, impressed. Okay? where all the out-of-town calls come from, I don't know. Yeah, they? most of them. Yeah. 10.30 at WIOD, and let's go to beautiful Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Great. Look, I want to tell you that uh, we all uh, support you and Steve. Uh, it, it is stupid to think that, uh, you know, only being here, you know, listen to you. We are architects in Miami. Uh, you know, I guess people do not uh, realize the kind of uh, following you have. We are, you know, um, we are ready to support you and do anything that needs to be done. Excellent. Well, you write us one of those letters, okay? You bet. We, you, we, you bet. we already discussed that. Uh, if we need to stand by you with a two-by-four, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll keep my eye out for you. That's right. Okay. Uh, you take it easy, okay? Okay. Uh, hang in there. Nothing going to happen. We're hanging. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Okay, 10.30 at WIOD. I guess we already said we're hanging, so we don't have to ask anybody ask that question uh, the rest of the show. There's an opening. In, look at that, man. They're really uh, they're moist today out there, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, well. They're really ready. Plantation, hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. Buenos dias. Yeah, hasta luego. No, anyway. Neil, I have a question. 
didn't this individual start this mess way back about, oh, maybe two years ago when he was doing harassing phone calls to you at, um, now, not I guess just it was INZ? Yeah, it started mm -hmm. INZ in the summer of 87. Yeah. And the harassing calls were not only to me, but they were to the switchboard, the newsroom. I mean, just a, just a succession of wild, uh, threatening, screaming, uh, hysterical phone calls, and it's just never stopped. I mean, that was just the beginning of it. And it's never stopped. And again, that all started taking something out of context. I was talking about my trip to Hawaii, mm -hmm. and I was uh, trolling, according to him on the air. What I was doing was looking for a traveling companion. My best friend had just died a short time before, and I was looking to find somebody to go on a trip with me. And I said, probably, you know, it'd be a good idea. Said, first of all, a person would have to be over 18. Mm -hmm. And secondly, it'd be nice to have somebody who was gay because we'd have common interest, and God only knows what might develop. And immediately he twisted that into something about trolling for sex from a boys on the air, which, of course, anybody over the age of 18 is, a, is an adult. But don't confuse this person with that, okay? Well, yeah, I remember him calling this, I, calling you on the air. Yeah, I remember oh, the yeah. call like it was yesterday. Yeah, I, uh, well, I've been listening to you since I came down here about five years now. And um, I'll you... tell you this, I sent my letter this morning to Mr. Disney. Great. Um, everybody I've talked to supports you and Steve and IOD, up, down, sideways, and any other way you want to support. Uh, we feel that... Uh, this is an abridgment of our rights. We have we decide what we want to listen to, not anybody else. Exactly. Well, Steve put it very well when he said it's not just a campaign against us individually or against one radio station or now three stations, but it's a campaign against the public's right to make their own free choices as to what they find entertaining and what they want to listen to. Yeah. Well, if I if I find that you're not entertaining, I do my own censorship and turn you off. Wow. You know? Pretty wow. revolutionary. That's, isn't that incredible? Great? Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Never heard of Boy. such a thing. Same thing with Steve. I mean, I won't go to the to WOLD because I just, you know, they they put me to sleep. Yeah, so I'll turn it off or turn on on elevator music or something. Sure. Uh, but that's what we do, and that's my right to do it. And that works, huh? Yeah, it works I'll real good. Gone. You know, it works fine. You know, uh, I just want to interrupt you for a second. When you talked about the harassing phone calls a year and a half ago, do you remember the time he put his uh, personal call on? Uh, oh yeah, forwarding, on forwarding to uh, our business to number, our which of course is a violation of the law yeah, I did it two days in a row also came to my house and stuck a letter an unstamped letter in my mailbox which is a violation of federal postal law and uh, you know constantly accusing me of uh, criminal activity and solicitation on the air and being uh, breaking the law but in the meantime he goes ahead and does these illegal things uh, consistently all throughout this campaign well, and we're supposed to look the other way i also remember that uh, he, he said uh, he started getting all sorts of phone calls at his business office concerning you know from people who were outraged at him for doing things mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. well let me say this we've stuff. never we have never encouraged anyone to do that i know that uh, we in fact quite the contrary we discourage all our listeners uh, to refrain from contacting this individual anyway because first it's inappropriate and secondly it would be of no effect anyway and thirdly if they do want to do something positive then they you know ought to write the letters to our management and uh, you know and, and patronize our sponsors and do the things that help well I, I tell you this I've written them written the letters and any restaurant you ever recommend I've gone to so I, I have no problem with you guys and like I said I'll exercise my own form of censorship when I don't when I'm not entertained excellent thanks a lot thanks a lot bye bye 1034 at WIOD, we have an open line in Broward, 524-9463, 524-WIOD, Henry...
Pretty outrageous. 1041 at WIOD. 19 till 11. And let's, we got a mobile in Broward. Hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. You know, I just wanted to let you know that I can understand your frustration and the abuse that you must feel. However, I don't know whether you've given some thought to the fact that you should or hopefully you will get some comfort out of the service you're giving to your community. Let me explain. My wife, uh, she, she doesn't think much of your program. As a matter of fact, I think she'd like to see you off the air under any, any condition, mm-hmm. any way that she can. She doesn't feel you belong there. Really? Really. Uh, nevertheless, as a result of this going on, these goings on, she now realizes that she really, she may have her feeling about you, but she's really imposing herself upon the community of individuals. Yeah. And now she feels very strongly that... Uh, they can't do this to you. Have a right to be there, and I thought it would be interesting. You know, there's been a complete turnaround on her part. And well, that's great. This may be occurring to other people. As no, well, well I, that is excellent. I made that point two days ago that even the people who hate this show or hate me personally, Hello? yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. I'm on mobile. Okay. No, I was, I was saying a couple of days ago I made the point that even those people who hate this show, uh, I think, will come to the realization that when you start allowing individuals or groups of individuals in a community to censor and to try to uh, get on the air only what they approve of, boy, then, you know, that's that's the first road to fascism. You can't allow that. I, I think you're right, Neil. I think that this now is 
this awareness now is good for our community. I really do. I think it's good. It's uh, we need this awareness. We need this. Uh, we need this jolt in the back once in a while. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good point. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Now, in fact, uh, we probably owe a little uh, thanks to Sonny Rosenberg again Absolutely. over there in Hallandale because unwittingly what he's done by making this a news story, and now there have been like five newspaper articles about the entire story, or at least most of it, <laughs> yeah. in the last couple of days, and now it's fair game for comment here. Uh, prior to this, uh, because of certain legal machinations that went on, we were, you know, there were some dubious circumstances, and we were restrained from talking about it on the air. But now, because it is a, a, a legitimate news story, uh, you know, we can really go into it and let the public know what's been going on. That, that's the thing that frustrated me the most over the past 19 months, is that the group of people who are the greatest supporters, which are your listeners, mm -hmm. you couldn't talk to. We couldn't discuss it on a year. And that's, you know, that was part of the game plan sure. of this individual, was oh, to keep yeah. muzzling us, and then to be able to go out, you know, without the spotlight shining on him, and do all of these things in, in the dark, so to speak, and making all of these phone calls, and harassing and threatening sponsors, and uh, threatening friends of mine, and making, you know, nuisance phone calls. And now, it's, you know, it's going to stop. It may not stop today or tomorrow, but it's going to stop. Because uh, a lot of this activity is blatantly illegal. It is certainly unethical as far as the legal conduct is concerned. And it's going to stop. The party is over. Okay? 1044 at WIOD, Tamarack. Hello. Hi. Good morning, Neil. Hi. Good morning, Bert. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Good. First of all, I want to say how funny it is. Yesterday, when I was, the calls, did you hear on Steve's show? Yeah, I heard the whole show. Uh-huh. It's very funny how these people who find that the songs and the bits are disgusting how they you know they call steve and tell him but they you know they won't call your show yeah right. now we didn't have a single negative call mm -hmm. and we certainly didn't screen them out we just took them as they came in yesterday we did not have a single negative call about this show or this radio station on a program yesterday right and did you hear the particular call when the woman called in and says that you know her daughter heard the song walk with an erection and she finds that that's very harmful <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it, her daughter was 13 years old. And when Steve asked her if she heard anything that... Well, no, she didn't say harmful because Steve yeah. said, was there any harm to her daughter because she heard it? Right. And she said, well, not really. Right. And he said, did she hear anything that she wouldn't hear in school? And she said, well, no, not really. And, uh, you know, that was the end of the phone call. Right. That's what's funny. These people act like they've never heard these things in their whole life before. Well, it's really sad. I, I feel sorry for people who are so miserable or have such minimal sense of humor that are so uptight about words or about comedy or, you know, pretend not to understand it. And I do say pretend, right. because that's what they're doing. They're pretending they don't understand that it's satire and comedy. They know better. Right. Well, I wish you both, you and Steve, the best of luck, and I hope everything goes okay. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, thank Bye. you. 1046 at WIOD, an open line in Broward, 524-9463. We have, ladies and gentlemen, another in our series of Collect Very Expensive Calls from <laughs> Palm Springs, California. Hello. Hi, Neil. Good morning. Yes, How sir. Okay. Good. Um, I called you from Pebble Beach about a week and a half ago. Whatever. Yeah. I sent you some faxes. Did you ever get them? Uh, what were they? They were San Francisco 49er press releases. From the oh, yeah. This sure did. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I thought the sports department was um, stealing them. Joe Zagaki has a sense of humor second to none. Well, that's Joe, man. He's a bundle of laughs. I've discovered that since coming yeah. here. He's a panic. Right, I was supposed to come back Especially today. Especially when he but... talks to the cooch. Right, that's right. I was supposed to come back today, but I dread coming back to that area, so I backed it up one day. Well, I tell you, if you backed it up one day, you're going to come back just in time for the cold wave that's coming in tomorrow. It's beautiful today, but tomorrow it's going to be like, I think Soper said in the upper 60s, mm -hmm. and I just, right. uh, that's not kosher with me, okay? Well, I, Although was, you guys had snow out there in California, I mean, northern I mean, L.A. I'm, a, I'm in Palm Springs, I'm wearing gloves. Yeah, well, that'll teach you. 
Yeah, that's that's right. Okay, well, I appreciate you taking my call. Okay, well, listen, uh, hurry back. All right. We need you. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks a lot. 1047 at WIOD. We don't want to get too food intensive now because Rich is doing so well. Although he does have, he looks like he just swallowed a rabbit. <laughs> but uh, Joe at Tapestry Rotisserie is a great friend of ours, and um, he'll be a great friend of yours, too, when you start shopping there. And register to win an 89 Pontiac Grand Prix and other prizes from WIOD, your Doral Rider Open Station. Now, more with Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610, WIOD. I'm Mike Anthony. It's a 1051 at WIOD. Now, did that was that shocking? Good heavens. Good I see heavens. you pinching yourself. You couldn't believe your ears. <laughs> you that, could you? Good Lord. Shocking. Yeah. I saw a guy with a pinstripe suit walking down the hall earlier. I wasn't sure exactly who it was. Good but that was heavens. Okay, we got it. While you're recovering, here's a mobile in Broward. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. I don't have much to say. Just got one uh, point, but... Uh, in reference to the lady that uh, was complaining about her daughter hearing uh, the song Walk with an Erection, yeah. I think there's a, a lot more said and, and so forth in R-rated movies than your show even barely even touches on, and I think that's ridiculous, and I bet she lets her uh, daughter go to R-rated movies. Well, not only that, but I'm sure her daughter probably, you know, before school in the morning or whatever, listens to FM shows... Uh, you know, where, where they use all kinds of sexual material and play um, all kinds of racy things, which is fine. You know, that goes on all over the country. And it's for, it's humor. It's entertainment, okay? And uh, people who are so uptight about that, you really have to wonder. Well, and plus, too, the, I think the violence that, that is in the movies is much more damaging than any uh, words or any humor that you have on your show. I Absolutely. Mean, it's ridiculous. Amen. So hang in there. We're, and you got a lot of people that like you, so... We're hanging. Thanks a lot. Okay, see ya. 10.53 at WIOD. Speaking of that, uh, Steve has a really interesting topic today, and it's about time. Uh, did pornography really turn Bundy into a mass murderer? And, of course, that's the thing that uh, the born-agains, the right-wingers are now attempting to do, mm -hmm. is use that ridiculous interview, that contrived interview with Bundy, mm -hmm. and say, well, here we go, this is an excuse for us to start censoring, and you've got to take Playboy out of the convenience store again, and all this kind of stuff they've been doing for years. And Steve's guest will be Sue the Censor. That's her name. Sue. Um, <laughs> Fred Schatz, who needs no introduction, See. and Attorney Norman Kent. So that's oh, going to be one barn burner of a show, okay? That's and it ties one. in with a lot of stuff we've been talking about the sure. last two or three days because it has to do with freedom of speech and expression and the First Amendment, et cetera, and so on. North Miami Beach, hello. Hi, Neil and Glenn. Hi. Uh, I've been a long, long-time listener, but this is the first time I've ever called. Good. But I thought maybe you should know that I think it might be the same guy that's been harassing you that I heard call a couple of weeks back when Rebecca Paul was on one of the other stations mm -hmm. and volunteer some more tapes to send to her. To, and uh, Oh, no question about it. No question about it. Anybody, see, no matter what I talk about, no matter who I mention, even the Alpo dog food thing I did on the FM, which I was exonerated, I mean, absolutely... Uh, backed up in by all the veterinarians in the area. But no matter what it is I say, a letter immediately goes out, and uh, these comments were made by Neil Rogers, and they're inflammatory, and you ought to sue them and sue them, and just to try to create a barrage of lawsuits, none of which, by the way, have ever developed because there's nothing there, mm -hmm. and just to try to create problem between me and management, make, make so much of a a chaotic situation that I would lose my job. That's that's the game plan behind all of this. I, mean, uh, I agree with you, but uh, she... Uh it was on Sandy's show, by the way, mm -hmm. and Sandy asked Rebecca, you know, what, what's this all about? And uh, she says that uh, she was getting all this information 
you know, and sending it to her lawyer to see about a libel suit. Oh, yeah. So I just thought, you know... Gee, we haven't heard a word about no, that. No, isn't that funny? Well, we haven't heard a word and we uh, won't. Two or three weeks back. Yeah. yeah. Well, you see, this is what happens in the beginning. The letters and the phone calls are so inflammatory, just like the thing that happened with Greg Budell. And, you know, if you can take anything out of context and twist it, and a person doesn't know what really happened... Anybody could say, gee, well, I'm going to sue somebody. That's outrageous. And then when they find out what really was said, like, you know, the humorous stuff that we've done with Rebecca Paul, mm -hmm. and that's all it's been, then, you know, it all fritters away because there's nothing there. Sure. Well, I just thought you should know, Neil, because I don't think this is right. I think this man has gone over the edge, and it's more than just harassment. You bet. You know, it, it could get very nasty. Well, it's going to stop, believe me. Well, I just wanted you to know, honey. Thanks a lot. All right, you're bye -bye. welcome. Bye-bye. Okay, here's a caller who's got a tape of the Hallandale meeting. Hello. Yeah, Neil, this is Ron. I talked to you yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to make that videotape up for you. Excellent. But, yeah, I'm working during the day, so it's going to be hard, but I'm going to bring it down to you tomorrow. Great. Okay? We could appreciate you, it. Could you do me a favor? Yeah. Could you call Gary a douchebag? Well, for you, we'll do it. Gary, you're a douchebag, and that's only because this caller is such a great American. All right, I'll bring it to you tomorrow, I promise. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 1056 at WIOD, an open line in Dade and in Broward, 751-9463 in Dade County, 751-WIOD, Hollywood. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Hi. This is also Neil Lowe in Hollywood. I was over at Hallandale yesterday, and I was getting all my hairs cut, and <laughs> next to me... <laughs> all your hairs cut? All huh? my hairs cut. Incredible. I know. And next to me, there was, there was, there was this old typical Hallandale fart, and he starts to open up his mouth. Has everybody around here heard about this guy, Neil Rogers, and what he's saying and doing? And he starts going on and on. He's nothing but an old faggot and doing all these dirty things on the radio and complaining about our nice Canadian neighbors and everything. Yeah, I think middle-aged faggot would be much more <laughs> yeah. fun. Not old yet, okay? Especially and, by Hallandale standards. And I had just had enough of him, and I turned around to him, and I said, Sir, do you understand that this is nothing but a radio show? I mean, it's just comedy. That is all it is. He says, you know... I think you're just like him. Oh, yeah. I says, oh, really? Yeah. It, and uh, this guy just kept on and on. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Tom Jicka at the Miami News is a good friend and uh, who's been married for many, many years and has a family and is as straight as an arrow. When Tom was involved in getting abuse from this individual also, mm -hmm. had one of a series of harassing calls. And when Tom didn't agree with what the caller was saying, uh, the comment to Tom was, well, you must be a homosexual, too, because you agree with him. <laughs> So, you see, if you agree, then somehow you're painted by the same brush and, you know, subject to the same kind of attack. Right. So I said to him, I says, well, if you feel this way, why don't you call him? And, you know, why don't you call Neil? No guts. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But every day, though, he keeps up the same thing. And the same thing, I says, oh, you listen to him? <laughs> I says, oh, you can't turn it off, can you? That's right. Yeah. You just can't Every day we keep up this. Isn't that fascinating? Just like a few of those callers Steve had yesterday, and there weren't really that many of them, but the few who did call, uh, is you listen to the call and Steve draw, drew them out, you discover they can mm -hmm. quote chapter and verse of anything and everything we see on the show because, like you say, they can't shut it off. They can't shut it off. Well, my letter's in the mail, and let's just kick ass and take names. We're doing it. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye. Bye. Are you people listening to this show again today? Yeah, those of you who hate the show and sit around and mutter and bitch and complain about it, you got 39 <laughs> at least other alternatives on the radio, not to mention a TV set, you know. And you got <laughs> Sally and Geraldo and Bob Barker and uh, God only knows what else. And they're still subjecting themselves to this awful, terrible stuff that is so outrageous and so nasty and so 
whatever. I got news for you, man. I've been in the business almost 30 years. I've traveled all over this country. I've heard FM morning shows. I've heard Stern in New York and the Grease Man and Steve in Chicago. And this show is so tame compared to dozens and dozens of other radio programs in major markets that this is like Playway's Peahouse or Peewee's Playhouse. <laughs> Was that a little slip of the tongue? It's like Peewee's Playhouse by comparison, okay? So grow up and get real, will you? Now, okay. the word of the day, just like Pee-wee, we have to have our word okay, of the day. Okay, here's the word of the day. I'm Mike Anthony. Okay. <laughs> and um, Henry Barrow standing by. I bet you that brings back a lot of great memories for Henry now. In fact, uh, another sip later this afternoon just to make up for that. Henry's got the 11 o'clock WIOD news. We'll come back at 11.05. Steve with his uh, pornography and Bundy uh, story this afternoon with Sue the Censor, Fred Schatz, and Norman Elliott Kent. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents Neil Rogers. To get in touch and talk, call 751-WIOD in Dade, 524-WIOD in Broward, or 655-278-WIOD in the Palm Beaches. Other areas may call collect. The opinions expressed by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. All right, Henry, get off the floor, will you please? <laughs> it's 11:05 at WIND. Now, to show you that even in the darkest of moments, there are, you know, there's always a little comedy. One of the letters that this individual were discussing, this attorney, one of the letters he sent, I don't remember whether it was to our corporate attorney or, you know, there's so many and to so many different people. One of the letters went through these bitter complaints about the fact that uh, this outrageous behavior is going on with Henry Barrow drinking on the air <laughs> and uh, sexual harassment on the job of April Wortham, <laughs> referring to my, you know, I mean, you talk about somebody with no sense of humor or, or pretending to have there. no sense of humor. Unbelievable. Little stretch. Yeah, just a little. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's six minutes past 11 at WIOD. We got a West Palm Beach call. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you? Bert. Hi. Good morning. Yeah. How you doing? This is my second time calling. From Palm Beach? Oh, now you're a veteran. Okay, now it ought to be a great call. It, it is, because uh, I want to, I just want to let you know, here in West Palm Beach, there are a lot of listeners, whether you know it or not, and we all love you. We know it. You know it. I they never you. call, but they're like the silent minority up there or something. Well, I don't know what it is, but we, we do love you down here, and this controversy going on with Howlandale is a bunch of bull, and... Uh, <laughs> I just want to say that... I think you could have just said Hallandale is a bunch of bull would have been more appropriate. Okay, let me rephrase this. Hallandale is a bunch of bull. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> anyway, I uh, want you to know that our company here, if I may plug the name, we all listen to you. Okay. Which is Paradise Farms. Okay, you probably expect a phone call any minute now. That's okay. <laughs> so govern yourselves accordingly up there. Whoever has anything bad to say about you, I can guarantee I'll... Uh, straighten them out real quick. Oh, good, good. Anyway, uh, I just want to call my boss, John, a douchebag. Okay. And uh, we love your show. It's great. And uh, remember, Paradise Farms is with you all the way. Okay, thanks a lot. You're welcome, Neil. Bye. Bye. 1107 at WIOD, and I knew we were in Paradise. I feel like kind of a stranger in Paradise. <laughs> Makes me want to break into song. 655-WIOD in Palm Beach. By the way, we've got a uh, good response on a fax machine during the first hour. Yeah, and the people right. over next door at GTR are upset because they can't 
do their silly stuff on a fax machine or whatever. Uh, this could be a little more impotent, okay, than whatever super silly stuff they're doing next door. And by the way, uh, you know, they better clean up their act, too. Uh, 655-9463. And the number on a fax machine, if you want to send us a letter of support, and address him, uh, please, to Mike Disney. He's our general mangler here. And he's walking around in the hall like he knows what's going on. Uh, the fax number is 757-7516. I, I, these are not really expensive, are they, fax machines? They're like five, 600 bucks. Oh, the machine itself? Yeah. Oh, I don't know I what they are I think they're about now. five, 600 bucks. Are they now? I'm thinking of getting one of those. Are you? They're kind of fun, aren't they? Yeah, they are fun. I've faxed things on ours. Yeah. Because it makes you feel important. I, I find that people with fax machines, it's like... It's kind of like people that get those phony antennas and put them on the back of their uh, car, you know, so you think they got a car phone. Oh, it's a great thing, though. It really is. Yeah, it's oh, excellent. Yeah. Okay, moving along. There we go. I said that again. Where do I come up with this stuff? You moving know? along. How about moving right along? Moving right along. <laughs> by the way, Joey is supposed to stop by today. and uh, he may be. He could be listening right as we speak, so we better try to do a good show. <laughs> but uh, Joey Reynolds called and wants to come by and plug his appearance on the Mort Downey Jr. show, which is one of the crassest commercial things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but uh, we like Joey a lot. Yeah. In fact, we wish that Joey were doing middays on She right now. But uh, <laughs> so if he's listening, we certainly invite him. Uh, Sharon left a message on his answering machine. We hope he comes by yeah. sometime today. What day is that on? Is that on tonight? I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, check Ward Downey, because if it's so. on tonight, then he definitely needs to come by. I don't think it's North tonight. Miami, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How are you? Hi, Glenn. Hi. Uh, tonight, media people who would cancel tabloid TV programs. Really? Uh, I don't know if that's Joey or not. Huh. Sounds like censorship to me. <laughs> Go ahead, pal. I'm sorry. Oh, I wanted to talk to Glenn for a minute. Go ahead. Glenn, you were in I'm the Mike Army. I'm Mike Anthony. What? You were in the Army? Yes, sir. And I was in the Marines. Remember when we used to have to swear to protect the Constitution Absolutely. from enemies within and without? Oh. <laughs> Ten minutes after 11 at WIOD, we have an open line in Dade, 751-9463. Now, I didn't let that go. I know. It was a valid question, but we couldn't put it no. on the air. No, not for the year. Uh, let's see. And somebody expired in Boca. I think just when that guy said that, the guy passed out in Boca. 278-9463. <laughs> 278 WIOD. You're letting the delay build back up? Yeah, and I'm going to do my break. I'm not a fool, you know. I wasn't born yesterday. Uh, as a matter of fact, let's see, it's 10 after 11. That means Charhut, all seven South Florida yeah. locations are open right now. Linda and Susan will be here later from Nutrisystem. I don't want to get them upset because I didn't gain any of my weight back. However, is that for me? Is that the name? Oh, that's something else. What is it? Oh, it is for me. Cheryl is so confused because she ate yesterday, and it's been the first time in weeks that she's had anything to eat, and she's a little, <laughs> little groggy from the after effect. But anyway, speaking of eating, uh, you know, Lyndon Susan, I guess, will be pleased that I didn't gain any weight back. And I must confess, a couple of times during the past two weeks, I've, we've sneaked over to Char Hut mm -hmm. and uh, had a great Italian sausage. Oh, dear. We're here at Fort Lauderdale's prestigious and award-winning Mandarin restaurant, Bert and Wong's. Well, we've secretly replaced their gourmet sweet and sour sauce with new and improved butt licking duck sauce. Let's listen in. Well, there you have it. There ain't no Fowler! sauce around. Butt licking duck sauce. Available now at Piggly Wiggly. Why lick the best? When you can lick the nest. <laughs> but licking duck sauce. 
It's 11.14 in WIOD, and uh, when I mentioned Joey's name, a couple of lines dropped off. <laughs> we have an open line in Boca, 278-9463. 278-WIOD. As we continue, just shocking the listening audience, right? Especially those who are listening who hate every moment of it. Oh, God. There was one woman yesterday. <laughs> it was one of the classic calls. <laughs> she said she... She sets her radio. Have you ever heard that expression before? Mm -hmm. She sets her radio. She listens to Mike in the morning. She sets it on 610, hates me, and once in a while, by accident, picks up Steve because she has her radio set. I think that was the same one with the daughter, the 13-year-old daughter. <laughs> oh, really? So they must have all the radios in the house and in the car set on 610, and they can't move them. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure we have people in the audience who would be more than happy to volunteer. If she wants to call back off the air... And Nick will take her name and address, and we can send somebody over there to unset her dial. An engineer. Yeah, we'll send one of, we'll send uh, Mitch over there because he's an expert, and he will uh, move the. In fact, we can probably arrange every day at certain times. We can send somebody over there, a courier, to change the dial, so she doesn't have to be subjected to a lot of stuff that she just can't stand. North Miami Beach. Hello. Hi, I just want to let that woman know. By the way, I've got one of these revolutionary stereos. Got a VFO on it. You can actually change the stations. No. No. Come on. Are you sure? Have they got something like that now? Technology's just burning them up, guys. Incredible. Edison. <laughs> Edison would be shocked, wouldn't he? I'm telling you. Good to talk to you. By the way, great show as always. Wanted to make a couple of points, if I may. First of all, I'd like to know what makes uh, Mayor Sonny and the city manager Ayatollah think that they can't accomplish what the FCC tried to accomplish on you when you're on the INZ AM a couple of years ago. Well, first of all, the FCC didn't try to accomplish anything. They were sent a, just tons of the same kind of stuff that they've been getting now, and uh, they even monitored the show, if I can use that word, and they sent somebody down here to the local FCC office for several days, and they monitored, and their comment was they didn't find a damn thing wrong with it. There is absolutely nothing in those files. I nothing. Thought, zero. I thought it was kind of the same thing, because if I remember correctly, I may be wrong, but if I remember correctly, a lot of this is, is pretty much the same thing. They were getting complaints, and they came down, and if the feds can't do it, what makes you think a couple of peons from a local city can accomplish this? Exactly. Well, it just, don't you understand, with Sonny, it's an ego thing, and here's a chance in his own foolish, egomaniacal way to strut his stuff again and show all the uh, AKs over there what a hot shot he is and he's going to get that Neil Rogers and all he does every, you know this is the second time they've done it in two years and they just make fools out of themselves well I got news for Sonny I, it, it may come as a shock to him but I can still go into my video store and uh, rent or purchase things that I wouldn't want to show to my two year old son uh, I can still go and turn on, even during uh, daytime, primetime television, find topics that I wouldn't want to show to my two-year-old son. Mm -hmm. I don't notice any personal vendettas going out against that sort of thing. As a matter of fact, if you walk the streets of Hallandale at the right time, you might find some things that you don't want to find there. <laughs> really? That, that doesn't seem to be a problem, and I'd really love to know why. Just a quick point I'd like to make also. I'm a manager of a small service business in the city of Hallandale, and just, just for your reference and just for uh, – I'm not going to plug the name because it's not a plug – but anybody walks in today that is under the age of 65 and doesn't live in Hallandale, 10% discount. <laughs> okay, good idea. Good Keep start. Up, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Bye -bye. That could be the start of a revolution now, the under 65 discount. Good Lord. Wouldn't that be great? Mm-hmm. And then we can have, like, late bird specials for people who eat after 6 p.m. <laughs> who are under the age of 200 and don't have blue hair and aren't wearing a cap. Okay, that would be great. <laughs> okay, both the Palm Beach lines went on. I, I think mentioning Joey probably uh, put us in great jeopardy here. Even Art Fleming would be embarrassed by this. Uh, 278-9463 in Boca, 655-WIOD in beautiful, prestigious Palm Beach, which you can call collect from anywhere else because it's always open. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, hi, Neil. You find out who your friends are when you're in trouble, right? I, yes. Incidentally, last week, I'm an insomniac. Last week, I put, a, I always have Larry King on. 
And uh, I'm one of those people that leave WIOD on constantly. So uh, somebody called in and uh, reported your vile uh, language. And poor Larry knew from nothing. And this fellow said, why are you connected with a uh, station that permits a thing like that? And he says, uh, sir, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he went on to the next one. Mm-hmm. At any rate... I wonder who that could have been. <laughs> Take three guesses. Mm-hmm. At any rate, we love you. Well, you know, it sounds like the fact that you listen to IOD constantly and right. never change the radio, it sounds like a conscious decision on your part. Well, in other words, you dial... people you have on. Yeah, in other words, your dial isn't stuck, though, or frozen. No, it's not stuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. Uh, incidentally, I'm 68, and I've just mailed my letter to uh, Mr. Disney... I've recently moved down after my husband's demise, and believe you me, you perk up the day. Things are quite dull after New York. Mm-hmm. You can say that again. They're even dull after uh, Canandaigua, New York. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, God. No, but uh, truthfully, uh, this is uh, the highlight of the day. You yep. Well, a lot of people say that. I think that's quite a commentary on what a town <laughs> this is, but... Uh, it is true. In fact, there are a lot of people who are bedridden. You'd be amazed some of the letters that I have gotten over yeah. the years. People who are bedridden and people who just can't get out of the house. Shut and uh, this gives them a few laughs and of chuckles. Course. And it, it's uh, all in fun. I stated that in my note. It's all in fun. Who takes these things seriously? Well, only people who want to for very sinister purposes. And I think it's such a waste of time. You bet. And I liked what Steve said about um, uh, Bob Grant when he was painting. I had painters here recently. And they listened to your program, mm-hmm. and he said to me, this is a very dull job, and unless I, I hear something like that, he says, I can't go on with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's yeah. been doing it for some 30 years. He's well, like Steve said, sometimes living here is like watching paint dry, you know. <laughs> okay, you have a good one. You too. And thanks a lot. Bye-bye. 20 past 11 at WIOD. We have an open line in beautiful Broward County at 524-9463. 524-WIOD. Um, yes? I wanted to know if I could um, um, repeat the quote that I gave the uh, Miami Review, which is a legal newspaper that printed my quote about this individual about a about a year, year and a half ago. Can I say it on the air without you dumping it? Oh, I don't know it? what it was. I don't remember. Well, I don't think you'll dump it. But they did print it exactly what I said, as the other papers did not. I said, they asked me about this individual. You may want to hold your hand by the button. But oh. they printed it in the Miami Review. You dumped it. Yes. Okay. But uh, certainly true. 21, <laughs> 21 past 11 at WIOD. Well, it's subjective, you know. Well, the people on the phone got to hear it. In fact, there was a proctologist who said the same thing. But, uh, we have an open line in Broward, 655-WIOD, 655-9463. Oh, God. And then yeah. there was another one of these old prunes on there yesterday with Steve talking about the language, and he used that word that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't dump it because of the word, but just, you know, just yeah, for old yeah. times' sake. Sure. But um, <laughs> It's been a long time. And the guy, he made a very, after all the conversation back and forth, and the guy wasn't screaming or anything. He was, I think, too comatose to do that. But he made a very profound point. He said, Steve, you know, I'd much rather be called an idiot than an asshole. And I, you know, I thought about that. I thought, gee, that's really profound thinking, you know. <laughs> I thought about it for hours after the guy said it. And I thought, that, those are words to live by. You know? It's life. Yeah. <laughs> And I was thinking, you know, I feel the same way. <laughs> so maybe I am getting old, you know. 
Anyway, look at this. Mike Spindell, a great broadcasting star of the past. Well, yeah, the past and the uh, hopefully the, the way past. I've given up the business, Neil. Well, Especially I... with the aggravation you guys have gone through. Well, you can relate to it. You used to have a lot of fun on Sunday. <laughs> well, no, not only that, but, uh, you know, it's for anybody who has been in the broadcast media, uh, the, the, the chilling effect. The reason I called is, first of all, to voice my support and to say that, you know, anything that I can do, uh, uh, I've already written my letter and it's gone out along with a cassette. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, just, you, by the way, you did get your cassette, didn't you? Yes, I did. Oh, thank and God. Thank, thank, thank goodness. You for that. Okay. After you had totally embarrassed and humiliated me on the air. But that's well, that was I, the price of getting the cassette. <laughs> the reason that I called is, first of all, to voice the support, but also a very th uh, unusual thing. You had it on the news yesterday, and it was in the Herald this morning, about Florida has one of the nation's highest instances of censorship in public schools. Yeah, I saw that. And, you know, that was running on your news at the bottom of the hour, the top of the hour, and you're just listening to that in schools, and you know that the atmosphere that uh, permeates South Florida and permeates the state is something that uh, you, in, in your own way, and in, in, in the humorous way, and uh, Steve, in his way, is trying to basically combat. Well, you know, it is unfortunate that we live in a Neanderthal state, but keep in mind a lot of that stuff goes on up in the central and northern part of the state where they have these Neanderthal backwater kind of... Uh, redneck yahoos who are running the school systems and of course there are those people here who try to do the same thing but um, you know the amazing part of it is that over the last several months thanks to our good friend you know this program and yours truly we've been investigated by just about every agency except the CIA and they find nothing wrong with the program nothing inappropriate about anything that we're doing and the only problem they have is with a person who's instigated the investigations yeah, it, it, it's it's bizarre. You know, I, I look at it two different ways. The, the way that I look at it is uh, your frustration shows through, and uh, it was a time for you more or less to air what went on now that it becomes a legitimate news story. But uh, isn't it in a way something that uh, this character has been kind of looking for also, the, the, the you know, the... the Mention or the not mention of his name, but the uh, he's probably just getting off on the mention of what. He's no, been I don't know. I don't think so. A lot of people believe that, but uh, you know, he's he's been reveling in the fact that he's been able to do all of this without us being able to talk about it and do it in the dark without you know people exposing what's been going on. And now that people are getting wind of it, including the sponsors, and they realize that they're not isolated or alone, uh, you know, they're, they're prepared to respond. Believe me, it's the greatest thing that could have happened. We thank Sonny Rosenberg profusely. Absolutely. I think the city of Hallandale should hang its head because it was used in this situation. Yeah. But the, the only other thing I want to say is for anybody out there that wants to support or continues to support uh, your station, yourself and Steve, is just to patronize the sponsors. That's you the bet. bottom line. Mm -hmm. You bet. Listen, right. best of luck to all of you. Thanks a lot, Mike. Take care. That's bye a bye. good point. 25 past 11. That's Mike Spindell. And let me tell you about Nutrisystem right now. Linda and Susan will be here a little bit later. OD. Well, gee, it was sure nice to see Spike for a second or two. It's 29 past 11 at WIOD. Let's take the mobile and then we'll get into this other incredible story. Yes, it is incredible. Mobile in Broward. Hello. Yeah, Neil? Yeah. Yeah, man, I've been out of town for for about a week now, and I just tuned in today. What's going on? What's this, what's this guy trying to do now? What's he trying to do now? Well, the same thing he's been trying to do for 19 months, and that is get me off the air. And he's been, you know, harassing our sponsors and harassing uh, anybody's, you know, I know. And uh, now he got the city of Hallandale the other day to pass a resolution uh, condemning the program and all of this other baloney. So now that it's a legitimate news story and it's been written up in the newspapers, we can talk about it, and it's out of the closet, so to speak. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because I've been listening to you ever since uh, uh, Glenn got on here and WINZ, and uh, 
I've been enjoying your show. I've got nothing against it. Great. And uh, all right. Well, I just wanted to see what that was about. Well, I wouldn't lose any sleep. I mean, every we're going to be here, but uh, just one of those things in life, you know. There's always got to be one. Yeah. In every crowd. Okay. Listen, you have a good one. I just want to tell him to govern himself accordingly. Okay. okay. All right, Thanks fine. a lot. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be almost as big as ponderous, that expression, govern mm -hmm. yourself accordingly. Every one of his threatening letters at the end, it always says, govern yourself accordingly, which is just uh, amusing as hell. Anyway, now wait a minute, he can't go out of here, you can't leave now, where the hell are you going? No, 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 forget about the phone call, you, you started the problem now, let's uh, get into this, we're changing gears momentarily for just a bit, but... Fat Ridge, who tends to be a radio yenta anyway, yes. uh, told someone in the room, it's not me, so, and there's only one other person in the room <laughs> moments ago, that Captain Dave, and this is like third hand, somebody yeah. else told Fat Ridge, who was telling the bird, that Captain Dave over at Zeta made a scurrilous attack against the bird on the air over there a week or so ago. It's shocking that anybody would have heard it because nobody's listening over uh, there. That's what's amazing. That is shocking. But um, I find it very hard to believe because Caprita calls me frequently, and uh, I don't, he certainly never indicated to me any uh -uh. Me animosity either. there. And Dave and I worked together years ago at Love 94, and I thought we were friends, and we worked together at Zeta, and I never, ever had any run-in with Dave, <laughs> ever. And if he went on the air and said things about it, I'd like to hear from him. Yeah. About Allegedly, this. he said he's the worst cackler, the worst... Um, yeah, something. And anyway, I have his home phone number right here. The worst everything. In my hand. Maybe we'll call him on the air and get uh -huh. this straight now, because I don't... We shouldn't have any problems with Captain Dave. I mean, there are plenty of other people in that building that we're not too fond of. Sure, if it was someone else, I could... Anybody in management over there, but uh, there are plenty of people who are just subhuman douchebags over there, but he's not one of them. He's, no. at least at the moment, I thought. a pretty good guy. Yeah. It turns out that the story is true, of course. He will also be a That's right. subhuman douchebag. But he never, I'm never... You know, the year we worked on Zeta with Dave, nothing ever, ever no, happened. No, I never had... Uh, the, and, you know, for three not people... Not even close. Working together in a totally spontaneous thing. Not even close. And to come in every, there was never even the slightest problem. Mm -mm. Well, at least not among us. I mean, there were other problems that going on, of, yeah. many of which oh, were connected sure. to what we're discussing these last couple of days. Mm -hmm. And, of course, there were those occasional problems with the uh, Moody program director who would come in in the morning and then march into the control room while we were on the air and give us dirty, frowning, hostile looks. That happened on two or three occasions, which I found... Mm -hmm. totally Bush League and unacceptable. I, and In fact, he was in there constantly, and I could never figure that out. Could you? <laughs> he loved it. I don't know. I don't know. And he would, like, talk out loud in the background while the show was going on, which <laughs> I just, I don't understand him at all at Rose. But, of course, when, you know, a guy named Rose, that leads him, <laughs> you know, you've got to have some questions about that to begin with. I don't know too many guys named Rose, do you? <laughs> I know Pete Rose, but not too many guys named Rose. Not a bicycle. Uh Here's a call from Stuart. Hello. Hello, Neil. First-time caller. Buenos dias. Listen, uh, I just got a crazy Hallandale story for you. Let me start by saying this. I got transferred down to this great town of Fort Lauderdale from Jacksonville, which, in your words, is a very turmoil society up there. But I listened to the Grease Man while I was going to college up there. So you are a virgin angel in my book well, compared let's, to let's, that person. Let's just say angel. Let's leave the virgin part out of it. Sir. All right. That sounds great. Got a great Hallandale story for you. I'm okay. a salesman. I sell computers, and I had an appointment with the city of Hallandale. I had been down here about two weeks, just bought a brand-new 1988 Corvette, was really oh, happy with it. Yeah. Only well, what color? What color is it? It's dove gray. Ooh. 
But anyways, I only drove it on Fridays because Hallandale was part of my territory because of the crazy people down there, the way they drive and the way they carry on. So anyways, to make a long story short, I was stopped in front of the Diplomat Mall, the red light there, where the crosswalk is, and I'm looking down at my paperwork, preparing for this big meeting with the big city of Hallandale, and all of a sudden I hear this tremendous banging on my car and rattling, and I look up, and here's these two old guys with keys in their hand banging on the hood of my car. So... <laughs> So obviously, I get very upset. I pull in the Diplomat Mall, and I get out of my car, and I go up to these two guys, and I say, what in the world are you doing? Have you lost your mind? I said, I just spent $35,000 oh, for would this go car. Nuts. Oh, yeah. And so the guy looks at me, and he says, well, I don't need a car. I walk everywhere I go, and he turned around and walked off. And that was it. That was it? That was the explanation? That was his explanation. So, oh, my God. Anyways, nothing but 1,000% from support from me and all the guys at Gold's Gym in Fort Lauderdale where we train. We think you're a great person. We listen to you all the time, and we're under the age of 150. And I tell you what, just get out there and kick some ass. You're doing great. We need more people in this world like you. Amen. Thanks a lot. Okay, man. Goodbye. Bye. Now, see, I have that 88 vet. Mine is a red one, but I got news for you. If anybody even <laughs> touched it. pretended to be doing something like that, uh, they wouldn't be walking, okay? Mm -hmm. They might be crawling, but, I mean, that's just uh, incredible. What a, what a story. Unbelievable. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 524-WIOD, and those who can't get through in Dayton Broward can call us Collect, please. We'd like to pay for it. Uh, in Palm Beach, 655-WIOD, 655-9463. Uh, gee, I was just going to do something before the break. I was going to give the fax number out again, 757 7516, for those of you pseudo-intellectuals who have fax machines, 757-7516, mm -hmm. if you want to send us a, a note or letter, what have you. We've already got several, which is a really promising start. And if you don't have a fax machine, guess what? they got, like, postage stamps and envelopes, and if you send along a nice letter to Mike Disney, we'd sure appreciate it. They're two Miami cops with a hot new beat. They're on the streets fighting crime. Hey, Pops, that's a handicapped space there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Hallandale Vice. We got a problem. The Grey Gang is up to their old tricks. Lieutenant, isn't that the group of senior citizens who went around trying to get the early bird special after seven? Yeah, they're back in town. Let's go get them. They'll stop at nothing to clean up the streets. Hey, lady, you can't cross here. You'll have to cross in the light. And they're determined to clean up the smuggling business. All right, sister, you're under arrest. Oh, so now you're arresting my wife. What's the charge? Possession of powder. Open that purse, Tub. Let's see that white stuff. Yeah, just a thought. She's got over 100 bags in here. Of what? Sweet and low. From that restaurant you just came out of. Let's take them in. <laughs> Yes, there come the hit Miami Cops on a hot new beat in Hallandale Vice, premiering this fall on MBZ. 1140 at WIOD. By the way, Mark Mosley, who did that uh, Hallandale Vice thing for us, which was a uh, monster, was number one with six bullets during the uh, first Hallandale battle, uh, brought by a new one, a second version, which we're having carted up right now. We thank him in advance. He's just been tremendous uh, to us. And Joey is coming by. Can you believe it? So, uh, Joey will be by shortly, and we're looking forward to that, okay? Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Great. 
Glenn, how are you? Glenn, they're all gone. They're all, like, uh, flitting around the building now, so we're, it's just Why, us. Is there, is there food there, uh, Neil, or what? Well, I think it may be coming, yeah. Oh, well, this is, uh, I wanted to identify myself. Uh, I'm the ex-homosexual who's going to be an ex-lesbian from the holdover from uh, Steve's show. Oh, yeah. But I'm thinking about being... An Did you get yourself straightened out, sir? <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. So to speak. But what I want to do is I want to be an ex-citizen, and I want to move to Hallandale. Mm. Now, do I have to get a brown shirt to go there, Neil, or... And, and boots. And boots? And they must be above the knee. Do I need a whip and a chain? Like hip boots, yeah. Really? Really? Well, Neil, I just want to say you've got my support as an ex-homosexual and former <laughs> lesbian. Uh, when I get to be, you know, an ex-citizen and go to Hallandale, I'm still going to support you. I'm going to work on the underground for you there. Okay, well, you get your certificate uh, proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that uh, all of that is in your past. They w Sonny will allow you to move in. Really? Maybe. Boy, that'd be my lucky day, Neil. That is, as long as you give up the show also, by the way. Uh, I'm sorry. He'll have to uh, go straight to the devil on that You one. have to have a radio that's with a dial that's frozen on WOLD. Oh, and then I can have that lady who's, who can't change her dial, the engineer. Yeah, you can move in right correct. next door to her, exactly. Won't that just be ducky? Yep. Neil, it's been a pleasure. Good luck, although you don't need it, and I hope you bury the guy. Good day. Thank you, sir. Bye. 11.42 at WIOD, we have an open line in Palm Beach, 655-9463, 655-WIOD. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello. Hi. Neil, how you doing? Good. A uh, couple things real quick. Uh, believe it or not, I went to high school last year with uh, Mike Anthony's son. You're kidding. I'm serious. I'm, Woo! I'm serial. Anyways, do you have to be a Hallandale resident to get into that meeting? I'm Mike Anthony. Oh, Mike, cut it out. Uh, no, it's open to the public. Anybody, I mean, obviously the issue transcends Hallandale, so it is open to the public. Anybody and everybody wants to attend can do so. Yeah, well, a couple of guys, my, friends of mine, we uh, pride ourselves in being uh, the young listeners. So, uh, anyways, we figured maybe we could bribe ourselves in with a couple of packs of sweet and low There you gold. go. That'll do it. And a couple of Danish, man. It'll, that'll get you in faster than anything. All right, Neil, it's been great talking to you. And if you move real quick in Fort Lauderdale, there's an open line right now. Okay, thanks. And he's right. At uh, five two four nine four six three, but there it goes, man. They're just sizzling today. Let me tell you, they're just foaming at the mouth. Uh, where are we going to Fort Lauderdale? Hello. Yeah, I'd like to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Oh, it confused me. Shocking. Hey, I listened to that show, the one that uh, somebody called and said something about the Zeta show. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't uh, Captain Dave. Who was it? It was the. Uh, Brad. No, well, he was contributing, but it was the... The colonel. The private, whatever it is. The, the colonel. Ah, well, here's a little explanation on the story now. Here's a yeah. gentleman who is a WIOD spy yeah. who heard the aforementioned uh, business over there. So it was the colonel ripping the bird. Yeah, because I guess the bird said something about... Uh, he mentioned something about talent or lack of or, or something like that. Yeah, uh, what I did was I uh, I heard oh, him... Hi, hi, BLD. I didn't know you were there. Yeah, I just came back. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Uh, what I did was I... Uh, Guess what he's eating for lunch. He's got a BLT. <laughs> I, uh, I said that the show was the closest thing to unlistenable I had ever heard in my life. Which is correct. Which is correct, and he really took offense to that. Right. Well, that's a good explanation. Yeah, because I was flipping around the dials, and, I, you know, they didn't have a song on, but they were talking, and they... Remember that sound effect, the one... I don't hear too much in... When you guys moved over to, oh, you know that one? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was kind of like this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's the bird, you know, the the, cat, the cackle, the one you guys use all the time. And, uh... But did he name me by name? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were calling you the, the world's luckiest human. Really? Oh, yeah. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty good.
pretty intense there. For well, when the, when the next trend comes out on the 24th of February, he may be, uh, the colonel may be one of the world's unlucky <laughs> to be working on that particular radio station because they're going to have to get a magnifying glass to read the numbers. <laughs> really? So what he was saying was I have the talent and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and you were the world's luckiest human. and mm -hmm. I would, Yeah, that was basically it, but they kept going on and on. And yeah, well, that's what it was. That's what I said. It wasn't Captain Dave. He was sort of like, you know. Yeah. I, I want to tell you a little story, okay? And I have never really gone through this before because I don't feel like we need to prove anything because, you know, the, the track record speaks for itself. But back during the summer of 87 when we were on INZ doing midday, we we eventually got to see, we had a nine share in the spring book, and then we got to see the breakdown of some of the uh, numbers day by day. And on the day before I went on vacation on a Friday, we had average quarter-hour oh, listeners yeah. of 111,000 right. some odd, which I don't think any station in this market has ever had an average quarter-hour like that. Thank you, Sharon. And uh, the Monday following that, when I wasn't there, Glenn was doing a show mm -hmm. alone with nobody else. He had 93 or 94,000 people mm -hmm. listening on that day I remember that. without me, okay? Right. So anybody who wants to put him down and uh, go into a song and a dance is only doing it because of jealousy and because of their own lack yeah. of ability to generate an audience. Yeah. And it is a fact, sir, it is in black and white that the record ratings we got back then, the 9 and the 7.5, was when I was on the show. I agree. You're you know, right. I, the big ratings were when I was there. I thought I'd do a little tinkling on you. But I appreciate it. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks hey, for straightening that out. One more thing. I, you know, of course, I'm behind all this. I've been listening to you guys since, you know, AM and uh, the other AM. And, uh, hey, Bert, you did a good job on those movies the other day. I was impressed. I thought I was listening to Texas Derby. Uh, now, let's not go crazy. Yeah, now you're really getting carried <laughs> away. Remember, easy, guys. remember, pal, what comes around. <laughs> See you later. Bye. 1147 at WIND. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. So you see... I feel better. Yeah, you feel better. Because yeah. it wasn't Captain Dave. It was uh, the colonel with some help from Brad, right, the butt-kissing right. uh, yeah. colonel or whatever that his name was. That threw me for a little loop because it was ridiculous. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. No. But you know Rich. Rich is a very emotional guy and gets uh, all carried away. <laughs> Anyway, uh, after we do this break, we have, thanks to our good friend Mark Mosley from Power 96, we have Hallandale Vice 2, oh, which will be debuting in moments. <laughs> and we thank Mark profusely from the bottom of our parts. This is his contribution to this uh, campaign. Mm -hmm. Here we are in another campaign. Mm -hmm. And it comes totally out of the blue because we're just here doing our thing, doing our ponderous show. And all of a sudden, uh, we get the frantic call on, was it Monday? Tuesday. A frantic call out front, and uh, it was the Herald and uh, mm -hmm. the Hallandale meeting and all of this other, which we knew nothing about. Right. And here we are again. Anyway, if you're a sports nut like I am and your, your cable company isn't providing the sports channel, man, you are missing it, okay? I mean, you get some of these other sports-intensive type of channels on there. I don't want to mention any names. And they give you that Olympic nose-picking and stuff. It's just a joke. But the sports channel is... Oh, I think I'll turn on Neil Rogers. Hold it right there, pal. Don't touch that dial. Oh, my God. It's sunny. It's Hallandale Vice 2. Sonny's Revenge. Yeah, it looks like we got him. Thanks for the tip, Mrs. Aquacoit. You're welcome, Sonny. I mean, I knew he was a sicko when I rented him the place. I mean, look at this. He even had this filth he was looking at. My God. It's the Ted Bundy pictures. 
Looks like we stopped other future mass murderer Neil scumbag moron. The streets of Hallandale are safe again, thanks to you, Sonny. Just doing my job, Mrs. Aquacoit. By the way, I'm going to need your name and phone number. We contact you later. Let me get you my card. Oops, I dropped my point. Say, what's that that fell out of your purse? Ah! 11.53 on ah, WIB. Ah, to be continued. <clears throat> they couldn't be little pink packages, could they? <laughs> anyway, thank you, Mark. You're a great American, even if you do work over there at uh, Power 96. Uh, we have an open line in date, 751-9463. I guess we've got, we got it all covered now because Tanner called yesterday. Cox yeah. calls chronic, okay? And now we got Mark Mosley. <laughs> all we need is uh, Jim Reilly to call in. <laughs> One of your biggest fans. Yeah, big fan of mine. <laughs> Del Rey, hello. Hi, Neil. Yeah. Hi, Glenn. Hi. Like your show. Uh, got a couple of things for you. Hey, uh, guess who your pal Murray Puppet is married to? Connie, Connie Chung. Chung, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Neil would like, I mean, uh, Glenn would like that. Yeah. Also, there's a restaurant up in the Canaan Valley in West Virginia where I go skiing every year. In the what? In the Canaan Valley, up in the mountains. In, in West the Inane Valley? <laughs> yeah, the Inane Valley. <laughs> and guess what the name of it is? B.L. Ducks. B.L. Ducks. B.L. Ducks. Incredible. Wow. That's almost as good as that liquor store out in Colorado. <laughs> ABC? No, Beaver Liquors. Oh, God. In Beaver yeah, Creek. Yeah, the other day. That's a true story. That was great. Yeah. Hey, listen, my wife is in the health care field, and so consequently she deals with a lot of elderly people all day. And she says that all of the obnoxious ones, their biggest problem, you know what the main topic of the day is? Bowel fixation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they ought to talk to my dogs. And maybe that's their problem down in Hallandale. Good, good point. Being. Good point. Yeah, well, a lot of those people haven't had a good BM like in 20, 30 years. It's, yeah, it's a little frustrating. Can you imagine? Well, that's why they're so irritated all the time. <laughs> if, they would, if they just talk to Sonny, man, that might solve the problem. I think so. Listen, I'm out of material. Okay, have a good one. Good day. Bye. 11.55 at WIOD. We have an open line in, uh, it's wide open in Boca, so to speak, at 278-9463. 278-WIOD. There was a lot to that last call. There certainly was. There was I just want there. you to ponder that call for a while, okay? Yes. Just sit there and kind of think <laughs> about it. Uh, Pompano, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. How you doing today? Okay. Uh, I don't know, did you read that article in the Miami Herald yesterday? Did I read it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Unbelievable. I can't believe some of the stuff this guy's saying. Well, what do you think? What do you think we've been talking about here for like three days now? <laughs> oh, I know, but I I had never read any of the articles. I barely get to listen to you during the day because I have to drive all day and I'm always making stops, so I can only hear bits and pieces. Yeah, well, that's only the tip of the iceberg, believe me. Oh, I just can't believe this guy's actually got the chutzpah to do this. Mm-hmm. What and the time and the time accomplish? to do it. And the time to do it. Oh, I know. The worst. What a life, huh? Talk about a rich, full life, man. <laughs> this guy must have nothing better to do than go around and try to persecute people. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, a hobby, you know, like baseball card collecting or stamp collecting. I guess must be a hobby. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if he's got nothing better to do, I mean, what does he think he's going to accomplish? It's just, well, uh, create a lot of grief, and he certainly has accomplished doing that, but uh, the worm has turned, my friend, believe oh, me. Oh, I believe it. Well, we're all behind you here in Pompano, and I just got to, I'm staying home, I stayed home from work today because I'm sick, and supposed to be anyway. Yeah, supposed to be. Well, it's just one of those days. It's not a yeah. good day to work. So I know my boss is out running around doing my route for me, and Stan, if you're listening, <laughs> I know you say you hate Neil, but I know you really do listen to him. That's correct. Yeah, so hi, Stan. Stan. How you doing? 
Stan, how you doing? Have a good day. And, and you are a douchebag, Stan, believe me. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot, Neil. Good work, pal. All righty. Thanks. Bye-bye. 11.57 at WYOD. We have an open line in Broward. If you move like light up, too late. Boy. Too late. Miami, hello. Hello. Yes. I've been waiting to talk to Neil. This is Neil. Neil, I, I, I'm awful mad. You know, I just... Somebody's called on my intercom. Now, I have a private number, not in a book, not listed in nothing, and going around talking about you. Do you want to hear the tape? What do you mean, calls on your intercom? They called on my answering machine, and I don't know the person. And they're using my phone number, which I don't know, and they're talking about you. You want to hear it? Well, I'm going to call up the telephone company and blow my stack. There's no bad language on them, is there? No. Go ahead. All right, hold on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mike Ranieri. Mm -hmm. It's 11.58 at WIOD. I thought they were talking about us, not about uh, sponsors. What is that? Oh, the Playboy great playmate Sharon Hunt. knows what I like. She takes care of me. You have no idea. Another one of these wonderful magazines. Wow, look at that. Isn't that interesting? Okay, hold on to that, okay? I'm interesting what you wrote that on. Anyway, we're almost at the end of the hour. No sense in, uh, because by the time we let the delay build back up again and all of that stuff. Oh, we do have a mobile in Broward. That would be great. Hello. Hello, Neil? Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. First time caller. Uh, I own a string of video stores, and I've been paying attention to what's been happening in the last few days. I've got something very uh, important to say about it. When uh, these type of things happen, uh, censorship, it is, uh, I look at these people as reactionaries. Yep. You know, uh, when we rent videos, like what they see, they can turn it off. Right. Uh, when you listen to your car radio, of all things, in the radio in your house, if you don't like the material, turn it off. Right. i got 20 seconds. Okay. Uh, when this happens, government... Uh, it, it's almost communism. You bet. Fascism. It's fascism, exactly. That's Including when a city of Hallandale wants to censor what's on a radio in the greater community. That's fascism. That's the next step. Even yep. my mother, when she gets out of line, I tell her, Neil! That does it. Stop. Okay. On the Steve Kane show the other day, a woman called in. She goes, you know, I listened to Neil, and uh, I noticed that I was developing traits like that, and then I stopped. I didn't want to be an old fart. You bet. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. Okay, bro. Gotta run. Night. Have a good one. Open line in Dade and in Broward, 751-WYOD, 524-WYOD. Have a wonderful life. Here's April with the news on 610-WYOD. Well, see, when people disrupt your damn show, that's what happens, okay? Jeez. Sitting here doing a radio show. Now, that was perfect, wasn't it? That was incredible. All the old folks up at the mall. Checking the CDs No, they never say please Just waiting for the early bird special to come Wasting away again in good old holiday Searching for the false teeth they left in a glass How dare they claim that there's a dark horse to blame 
but they know it's their own damn fault. Shoving in line to get the early bird on time. They push them just as hard as they can. And once they are seated, they get overheated. And start stuffing rolls and sweet and low in their bags. Show now. Ten minutes after noon at WIOD, there's Mr. Kane, tracer of lost persons, just scouring and trolling for, for food. food. No, there isn't any food. This is our no nutrient system. There is no There food. is a cookie there, though, one left that Rich has been guy. sneaking on the side. Now, what is that? Is that an important memo from uh, Spike? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, we really do need to have an idea when you're going to take your vacation. Oh, another one of those. Yeah. I already told him when I'm taking my vacation. You did? Yeah, starting in about ten minutes. <laughs> And what is that? Is that more fruit? I'll be damned, boy. We got more fruit in this place than um, Uncle Charlie's. <laughs> By the way, the, the fax machine is going nuts. Fax Why machine is, that? is oh, going is it, nuts. All, great, fantastic, incredible. Good. Yeah, don't forget that fax number. I'm going to leave. Let's give the fax machine the number. He's not paying any attention to what I'm saying. All he cares about is the food. I know. 
Look at this like guy. He's Boy, like he's been starving have you, for have years. Have you since okay. you were here yesterday? Anyway, the fax number, if you want to write us a letter to uh, Mike Disney and uh, support us and give us a bit of uh, moral support, 757-7516. We're getting tons of stuff on a fax machine, and that's great. And uh, look at all this fruit. Wow. Are those seedless? <laughs> oh, they are seedless. Red ones today. Okay, now who sent these? Larry, our friend Larry? It is. No, it's from Larry. Thanks a lot, Larry. Oh, they do have seeds in them? Well, I'm sure glad Rich got the seeds before I do. You're getting to look a little CD, too, by the way. Okay, now, those of you on a phone, just cool it for one second, okay? But we got kind of distracted there because they had a phone call, which was, um, you know, not all that exciting. But uh, you know the way these things are, right? It really wasn't all exciting, but uh, it was okay. Mm -hmm. Pompano Harness is coming into a big weekend, and it's all part of the Silver Anniversary Celebration at Pompano Park this Friday night. Pompano is presenting an ex exciting exhibition that will please everybody in a family of all ages, especially those kids. The world-famous Cool Muffin D. 1214, we want to thank Larry for the fruit. <laughs> and everybody's just going nuts over the fruit here at WIOD. That ought to provoke another letter, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go to uh, Pompano. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, first of all, I'd like to offer my support. Second of all, I'd like to tell you, well, I've already faxed you something on the machine. It's really easy to get through if anybody's wondering how hard it's going to be. Great. 757-7516. Um, I know this doesn't have anything to do with the uh, Hollandale people, but I'd like to know, what happened to uh, Elvis Jr.? He calls us once in a while. Once in a while? EJ, yeah. Yeah? Well, he's not in, the, he's not in your support group? or. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, I'd like to hear from him if he's out there. So. Okay, I'm sure he is, man. I bet you you ask for him. It's like asking for Paul Harvey <laughs> Jr. to call it. Just a matter of moments. I understand. All right, Neil. Take it easy, buddy. Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> 1215 at WIOD. We have a request. Now we're getting requests for callers. How do you like that? We cut out requesting for songs. Now we're getting requests for callers. If Veggie and Boca's calling in... <laughs> Come on, be careful now with that. you got to be careful with that area. I can't stay mad at the veg. Can you? <laughs> he just he just wanted a bumper sticker, that's all. He just wanted us to uh, arrange our lives uh, for his convenience. He's just a big fan. You don't want to hurt his feelings, do you? He's a Neely. Yeah. Yeah. So to speak. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Joey is on his way. I don't know whether Joey's walking. What do he do? Have to sell his car? <laughs> Come on, Joey, get serious, will you? But uh, oh, you did send him a bumper sticker already. So if the veg calls, <laughs> that that can't be the excuse anymore. <laughs> I got a great idea. I think we just ought to do this spontaneously, okay? Because it sounds like it makes sense to me. If people will send letters of support to me. Oh, yeah. We will send them one of those new, unbelievable Great. Neil Rogers WIOD bumper stickers. How's that sound? That's a good way to get uh, a lot of people off their yeah. butt. Because most people want something, you know. Fine. We won't send them any tapes. A bumper sticker. Sure. And we'll have Rich mail them. <laughs> and in very tiny Hebrew letters on the back, I'm going to write some really racy stuff, okay? <laughs> <laughs> So that's a good idea. Just send uh, your letters and request for the bumper stickers to Neil Rogers, WIOD, Miami, 33141. They really, they don't look too bad. They look good, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. They're great. Blue. Isn't that a good idea? And Sharon, of course, can fill all the requests. And there's more stuff. What is this? Oh, this is... Uh, okay. No, I understand that. Don't panic. Do not panic. But do remember that God loves you, okay? Uh, let's go to a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to call and say hi to you and Glenn. Hi. Hi. Um, listen, I wanted to let you know something. 
I think that people over 173 years old should not be given ATM cards. Good, good thinking. Well, they get a little confused, you know. They forget those numbers. I went to Publix. I just got back from there, and there's this old fart, and he's standing there trying to put his gas card in the ATM machine. <laughs> I try and tell him that it's not going to work. He calls me a jerk, pushes me away from the ATM machine, and it takes him 27 minutes to figure out what his numbers are, check his account balance, get his money out. I wanted to kill him, Neil, but then I just kept thinking, what would Neil Rogers do? So I calmed down and let him live. Yeah, I would just go on here and talk about it, just like you're doing, so that's the idea. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Neil. Okay, good luck to you, pal. Thanks, bye. Bye. 1218 at WIOD, we have an open line in Palm Beach, 655-9463, 655-WIOD. Carol City, hello. Hello. Yes. Hello, Neil, how are you? Great. Miss Master. Well, we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Mr. John Hancock. I'd like to speak to Judy Lickman. To who? Judy Lickman on Channel 4. Oh, yeah, Judy Lickman. <laughs> Judy's busy in dancing class right now. She's doing a little kazatsky <gasps> and spinning her dreidel, so she'll be out a little later, pal. Oh, they have Judy Lick in New York. Yeah. Channel 5. Okay, All well, right, good luck radio. to you, pal. And obviously the radio signals in Carroll City are affecting your brain, okay? <laughs> Woo! Great good call. call. Yeah, yeah, he was good. I liked great. him a lot. <laughs> 1219 at WIOD. Well, when you live under those towers over there, man, it just uh, gets ponderous, you know, it gets really ponderous in Carroll City. I wonder which towers those could be, he asked. Let's go to Plantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. What's up? Um, I want to speak to Glenn for a minute. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What's happening? Uh, not a heck of a whole lot. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I heard somebody, like, something about somebody trying to, like, rag on Glenn and all and trying to put him down. And I just want to, like, compliment Glenn on something I heard. Uh, a few weeks ago, when we had the riots down in Miami. Um, a caller called up from California, and he was here for the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, remember that? Sure, vividly. Yeah, and Glenn, you're you're normally a laid back kind of guy. That's just right. I rarely ever will say something. I save that for when I really mean it. Yeah, but that was just. I mean, because you just kind of like exploded, and that That's was incredible. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, you were right in your assessment of him. He was an asshole, and uh, I was really impressed. Good. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, uh, Neil. Yeah. Um, I'm a friend of the friend who caught up with Mike Anthony's son. Oh, yeah. He, we also went to school with him. And uh, he took, the other guy who called you, he took him down to the station one time and, and saw you and took him up in the in the copter with uh, the jet copter. He was a real good guy. He moved to Virginia, I think. Who's that? Um, his, Mike Anthony, the son. Oh, his son? Yeah. Yeah. His name was Corey. He was a good guy. Great. Well, we're all going down to Hallandale, too, to the meeting. Well, I can't wait. To voice our support. Yeah, we'll have a little, we'll have it catered, we'll have a little party. Great. All right, take it easy. Bye. Bye. 20 minutes past noon at WIOD, we have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. 524-WIOD. Here's a call from uh -oh. Hallandale. Good afternoon, Neil and Glenn. Yes. I am a long-time listener and a first-time caller. Well, I hope this call isn't being traced by Sonny. No, it's not. Anyway, congratulations on your great free publicity in the Hallandale Digest yeah. today. I normally pick it up at the weekend, but I couldn't wait to get it today to see what they had written about you. Um, anyway, I just wanted to share a story with you. I picked up my 10-year-old daughter yesterday from school, and of course she always misses you, but she likes listening to you on Saturday mornings. And she heard Steve Kane talking about you. And she said, Mommy, what's happened to Neil Rogers? So I told her very, very briefly. And her answer was, well, all they have to do is turn the dial. <laughs> now, this is from a 10-year-old kid. Um, so it makes you wonder, you know, what the old people are all about. 
uh, I mean, I've lived in Hallandale for seven years, or I should say I have survived in Hallandale for seven years. And uh, it's pretty sad in a way. You know, I'm hoping to learn a very, very dear lesson for the future. Anyway, another thing I wanted to mention to you, I would be interested to know whether Mr. Thompson's law firm is behind him in all this, uh, or whether he uh, he practices on his own. Oh, on his own, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, he does. Oh, okay. yeah. Out of his house. Yeah. And also, it's amazing because um, the Florida bar has been receiving over the last few months a lot of adverse publicity um, in their dealings with clients, etc., etc., and I'm surprised that he wants to bring even more attention to um, colleagues and whoever, you know, in the Florida Bar. It doesn't say an awful lot for them, Yeah, well, it? he's bringing a lot of attention to himself, and he really ought to govern himself accordingly, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's very, very interesting because uh, the law here is very different from England, where I come from. And um, it would be very interesting to see what happens. But I am totally on your side, and so is my 10-year-old daughter. <laughs> and I have just about 10 minutes ago mailed a pro-nil letter. Excellent. We appreciate it. And I wish you lots and lots of luck. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. And say hi to Sonny for us. I will do. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. 23 minutes past noon at WIOD. We have an open line in in Hallandale at 524-9463. 524-ancient in Hallandale. And, um, well, she was very nice. There are a lot of nice people in Hallandale, and sure. we send them our sympathy for having to live there. Yeah. Anyway, Joey is on the way. Isn't he? That's what we hear. That's the popular We've been rumor. Hearing this for two and and, uh, one of these minutes, man, he just may show up. Okay, right now, maybe Joey stopped off at Char Hut for a great lunch. Yeah. Twelve twenty-six at WIOD, and let's go to Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, Halloween Houndale uh, outhouse caper? I sure am. Uh, well. In retrospect, perhaps you shouldn't be so hard on these people from Houndale for getting caught up by this guy Thompson. I mean, that kind of mentality, capering around 60, 70-year-old guys slipping in an outhouse in the middle of the night. Yeah, that should tell you. Uh, <laughs> tells you something. Okay. Well said, sir. Thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome. 26 past noon at WIOD. <coughs> Boy, those grapes are delicious, you know. <laughs> I'm getting a little choked up. We have an open line in date, 751. There it goes. Uh, Boca, hello. Uh, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, I got a solution to uh, that fool in Howendale's problem, your problem, and, and my own problem. Yeah. Uh, a few, uh, maybe it's been a couple years back, I think you made an offer that if somebody gave you like a million bucks, you'd get out of the market. Yeah. Okay, well, you're worth much more than a million dollars by now. Yeah, I'll make it a lot more now, so it's up to two million, yeah. Okay, well, here's the, there's a big problem to this. Actually, there's two problems. Why don't you make them that offer again? Maybe, say, uh, buy out your contract and come up with a couple million bucks? Yeah. The problem is, is how's he going to raise two million bucks in Howendale? Well, maybe we could sell uh, discount packs of sweet and low. That might do it. Well, I, see, I'm uh, thinking, you know, whatever it takes to get the job done, and and, uh, you know, when you move out of the market, you have to tell me where you're going so I can move there myself. Yeah, well, I'd probably keep it a big secret because you never know who else might move along with me, you know. No, 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 no. you got to tell everybody where you're moving to because uh, we can just follow you there. Okay, well, make a long story short, I'm not going anywhere, okay? Uh, well, for two million bucks? No. Uh, Maybe. Well, doggone, because see, the... the so I'd, have to see, I'd have to see the cash first, okay? When you see it in front of you, then, it, you know, it adds a different dimension. Yeah. The you know the old saying, well, talk is cheap? 
Right. The chances are real slim that they could raise two million bucks in a town like that. Yeah. And then uh, the second problem was is I'd want to share too. Okay. And then that well, was, good uh, luck my... to you, sir. It's been a great call, but it's getting really ponderous. Twelve twenty-eight at WIOD. We have an open line in Boca two seven eight nine four six three two seven eight WIOD. And let's go to Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hello, Neil. Hello, Glenn. Hi. Hey, uh, I hear you from time to time. You keep telling people if they don't like your program, that you just simply turn it off. That is correct. They have other alternatives, but the real truth of the matter is this, Neil, that there are no other worthy programs. You are Mr. Radio. Well, if that's the case, then, uh, you know, that's the bottom line, sir. That's right. If I'm right. Mr. Radio, then they got nothing to complain about. That's right. And incidentally, you did mention yesterday you wanted to send uh, a box of uh, halava with some X-Lax up to Sonny. <laughs> I do mention you. I remember you saying that. Well, let me put it to you this way. It couldn't hurt. No, but the idea is this. If you really want to make his eyes stand out of his head, save the halava, send him the X-Lax, cover with chocolate, and mix with a little crazy glue. <laughs> I think that'll really do the trick. I was thinking of doing that with my dogs, but, uh, you know, being a great humanitarian, I had a second feelings about it, you know. Incidentally, on Friday nights when I play a little poker with my friends, I always keep telling the dealer to give me a Neil and a Glenn. And they don't understand what I mean. Yeah, Kidding. king and a queen, yeah. But, well, no, no, you're wrong. You're 100% wrong. Because when I do get, when I get my Neil and I get my Glenn, then I say, read him and we boys. I got a pair of aces back to back. All right. right. Okay. I thought king and queen would have been cuter. Okay, listen, have a great day. We appreciate it. You too, Neil. 1230 at WIOD. We have an opening in Dade and Broward now. We have a little uh, miniature crisis on the phone for the first time all day. In Dade County, 751-WIOD. And in Broward, 524 Nine four six three. Now, Rich was getting just a little bit apoplectic because I did say about the bumper stickers. Mm -hmm. uh, I neglected to mention. Please be sure, along with your letter. Now, if you send a hate letter, you're not going to get a bumper sticker, okay? <laughs> it's like those people that send hate letters, and then at the end they say, "Have a nice day." <laughs> but anyway, along with your letters and um, the request for the bumper sticker, send a stamped self-addressed envelope, okay? Wouldn't that be nice? And not one of those teeny weeny little <laughs> small envelopes, because. You know, I mean, we could fold the bumper sticker up 17 different ways, but it ain't going to look too good that way, right? Yeah. Okay, here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Hi, Yeah. I enjoy your show. Okay, great call. Yeah. Well, it's short. a remote car phone. You want to keep it short and sweet. To okay? the point. 1231 at WIOD, and we have another, <laughs> another room for another short call here in Broward. 524-9463, Palm Beach. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yo, Freddy, how you doing? <laughs> I'm an old fart, and I don't live in Hallandale. Well, good for you, sir. I resent the fact that you're uh, abusing these people in Hallandale. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you, Neil, I'm a first-time caller. I mean, uh... Well, that's obvious, man. I mean, just, uh, I can't follow you for uh, love or money, man. <laughs> well, I enjoy your program very much, and uh, I'm a 62-year-old senior citizen. I enjoy your program, and I... Fortunately, I don't. Sir, don't that. please, please don't say you're a senior citizen. Okay, you're 62, okay. but I'm, that's uh, life, you know. I'm a 62-year-old young, young yeah, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And some of these people, they're as old as they feel. I feel as younger than I Great. am. And uh, I enjoy life. And I don't live down in Surrey. I live in Port St. Lucie. And I live up in the sticks. And like I said, I enjoy your program very much. And uh, keep up the good work. And uh, knock the hell out of some of these guys. Okay. Have a great day. Okay, Neil. Thanks. 1232 at WIOD, we have an open line in Palm Beach now, which is especially uh, valuable because all the other lines are tied up. So if you're living anywhere outside of Palm Beach, please tie up that line by calling collect 655-WIOD.
especially the mobiles. We get a lot of mobile calls on Palm Beach. Ton of mobile. Because they know they can get right through, and then we'll put them right on because they have a soft heart, and the mobile people always, you know, make everybody else wait a lifetime. Miami, hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. Yeah, I got a blue hair observation for you. Yes, sir. Yeah, I work in a grocery store, and you'd be amazed at how many people are actually shopping for the first time in their lives because... To me, they come in there, they're lost. I mean, mm -hmm. so many people buy milk for the first time in their life. They'll stand there for five minutes and just wonder what this stuff is. Well, it's a very complex thing to do, you know. I know. and Grocery they, shopping? Yeah, I mean, it's like the first time they ever bought in their life because every time they ask me, where is it at? Where's the milk at? Where's the mm -hmm. milk at? Every, every, you know, it's the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, and then, of course, they go into the meat department and squeeze the meat, which always just drives me nuts. Right, and then when they get up there, they have a hole in the package from... Putting their nails through it. Yeah, put the, the thumbprint in the meat is little, you know. The word, it's okay if they take it, but then when they leave it, you know. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that theory means if you squeeze one, the next one you get is going to be a good one, and you just throw that bad one back. Is that what it is? That's an interesting philosophy in life. If you squeeze one, the next one you get is going to be a good one. That is definitely words to live by. And I got one other thing. Um, sometimes, I, you know, I go to FIU and. You know, I listen to Woofy, at least when I'm down there, because that's the only place I can hear it. But they're not on that back, because that's where I met my girlfriend at. Really? Yeah. Now, she don't have a show on that station, does she? Yeah, she does, but uh, I keep her in line about knocking you. Now, well, what's her name? Her name's Jackie G. Oh, well, oh Jackie G. Well, that's a different story. Yeah, that's not yeah, is, she related know, to Judy, know... is she related to Judy T? <laughs> or no, Mr. But, Z? Uh, I know the one you, that uh, did that thing about you, but uh, they don't do that anymore. They don't? Well, we hope they clean up their act. They will. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Neil. Bye. Bye. I just don't have yours yet. Our what? Oh, chicken? Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. Rich looks like he's getting surly about it. They're reading on the air again. They're struggling. They're struggling. I bet you're tired of listening to talk on morning radio. I, I also bet you're tired of listening to fat homosexuals eat on the air. <laughs> Listen to me, Melina in the morning, every Tuesday from 7 to 10 a.m. on WUFI, 5.30 a.m., University Park, North Miami. I'll wake you up to the best progressive has to offer. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, 1234 at WIOD. Let me tell you about Toyota Hollywood if you're in the market for a great new... IOD. I'll be darned. 1238 at WIOD. Let's go to... Um, is this a mobile in Palm Beach? Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. How Glenn? you doing? Hi. Just wanted to call and tell you, I drive back and forth between Palm Beach and Miami every day. Every day? Every day. God. My office is up there and most of my business is down in Miami. And if it wouldn't be for you guys and Steve, I'd never make it, especially during the traffic jams on I-95. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if anybody's told you about a, a pair of signs that we've got in Palm Beach on the turnpike. You're heading north going towards uh, Palm Beach, West Palm. They've got one sign that says West Palm Beach, 7 miles, Orlando 162. Five feet behind it, there's another sign that says West Palm Beach, 11 miles, Orlando, 170. <laughs> yeah, they know what they're doing, man. Oh, they're yeah. right on top of it. I, I, I figure maybe the town moves, so they just, you know, they have two signs. Yeah, just in case it ever does. Right. Okay. Well, you guys have a great day, and take care, and as soon as I get back to the office, I'll be faxing a letter out to Thanks you. Thanks a million. Appreciate sure. it. Bye-bye now. 
Okay, we're getting tons of good stuff on the uh, fax machine. That Piles. was a great idea that I had, if I do say so myself. Piles mm -hmm. of stuff. Now, when you're talking about Halland, don't, <laughs> don't go saying piles in the same breath, okay? It's uh, very tasteless. 757-7516 is that number for the fax machine for all you suits out there that have fax machines now. I guess a lot of people, especially businesses, have got them. Oh, sure. 757-7516. I like them. Sharon is just racing in here with the fax machine stuff. I told you we'd keep her busy somehow, you know. <laughs> Look at that. Incredible. I guess we, we really can't get Larry King in to record that number. That would be excellent. Larry Kent, I mean. Here's a question for the bird. How do you feel about Donna Dixon? Not who is my, that? Not my type. Hmm, who is that? Movie is star. that Dave Dixon's sister? <laughs> Movie star. And it says, by the way, do you guys walk around like they did in talk radio during the show? Yes, we do, as a matter of fact. <laughs> have, they put us on a leash so we can only get as far as the door. Let's go to Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to say that uh, we supported you, and uh, we had a letter out Tuesday. Thank you. To support you. And uh, one thing I want to remind you of that, I, you know, I listen to you most every day. Some days when I have to go out, I put you on a tape. And one day about three weeks ago, you had a, a real hilarious story about uh, the Hallandale Co Commission with a guy named Freeman with his dock and all that. Yeah, and the I, dock that was uh, six inches too long or right. something. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And I, I had to leave right in the middle of that, and I, I stayed until the last minute, and I taped it. And I just happened to hear, listen to that tape again this morning, and I said, you have to remind you about that. Yeah. Because you hadn't mentioned it. And it was a real funny story about something about his dock being a yeah. couple of inches too big, and right. he was in front of the commission, and mm -hmm. they first approved it, and then they uh, they rescinded the permit and all that, and he was in all kinds of trouble, and they were calling each other names. Yeah. Do you remember that story? Yeah. Sure, and how could you forget it? Yeah, and I was just wondering that, uh, you know, uh, if you contacted that guy or whoever he is, uh, uh, I forgot what the names were, but... Uh, you contacted that guy for uh, uh, to go down with you. He he has the same harassment problem as everybody else that goes down from that commission. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I guess they got no real problems over there in Hallandale. Which <laughs> that's probably a great uh, PR thing for them for the Chamber of Commerce over there because when you live in a city that only has time for stuff like this, they must have everything under control. Yeah, you said it. You said it. Well. Okay, I just want to remind you about that because I noticed you, it was so close to, you know, not exactly like your story, but, you know, just another problem with that commission that uh, everybody seems to be having. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Okay. Good luck to you, Pat. Have a good time. Thanks a lot. Bye. It's 1242 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County at 751-WIOD. Don't forget, Steve, this afternoon, has... A program on pornography and Ted Bundy. And, of course, almost everybody in the world now has seen that tape, that mm -hmm. ridiculous, contrived uh, tape about Ted Bundy and all these. You know, he always had to have somebody else to blame for everything that he did. Anyway, the three guests on the panel will be Sue the Censor. No, no, Is that's that... Sue, S-U-E. Sue the Censor. The Censor, yeah. Oh, Sue, comma, the Censor. Yeah. Fred Schatz, sex expert, probably has seen more pornography than almost anybody in the sure. world, even Steve. And Norman Kent, who, of course, uh, <laughs> we know well, okay? <laughs> who is an attorney who defends First Amendment situations, just like the one we're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, Hallandale, hello. Hello, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I want to call and tell you that uh, I really support you. Uh, I'm from Los Angeles, and uh, I'm here on a work release for five months. And I think uh, you and uh, Glenn are fantastic. The best radio I've ever heard. 
Well, if you're from L.A., that's probably true. <laughs> they got some pretty boring stuff out there. Yeah, KNX, uh, it's just uh, all talk and uh, no good talk. Right. Yeah, and but all those boring people on uh, KABC. I went to uh, the uh, city of Hallandale offices this morning to do some business, and uh, I saw a brand-new blue vet in there. So the blue hairs are driving blue vets now. Yeah. You know, and then I picked up that uh, Hallandale Tattler. That uh, newspaper. Digest, yeah. The Hallandale Digest. Not oh. to be confused with the Hollywood Sun Tattler. <laughs> I know. So you get these big papers, man, in the big cities, and they all, they like blend together. It's confusing. <laughs> but, uh, uh, that, that, they're really ripping you apart. I mean, that is, uh, uh, taking the First Amendment, uh, the way you should be taking the First Amendment. Yeah. If they can do it, and, uh, Belittle other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't see why you can you can't do it and be uh, a wonderful uh, jokester about it all. Well, know? we are. That's the amazing part, and we're going to continue to do it. And those people who think that they're going to, you know, single-handedly dictate what we can say, they've got a real surprise coming. Okay. They can write all the cute little letters and all the cute articles that they want, but they got a real surprise. Uh, you know, Hitler died 44 years ago. Okay. Um, I. You know, being from a wide open place like Los Angeles and San Francisco, coming here to this closed minded. Yeah, it's a, it's a culture shock. You may want to reconsider, my friend. Well, it's, it's, the money. Well, at least when you live here, you can see the sun. You know, when you're in LA, you never, you know it's up there, but you never see it. At least here you see it. You see it, and, uh, boy, it takes a long time to get to the, the sun, though, because these people drive so slow. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, and everybody is either, from back east and 150 years old or from a foreign country that I can't understand yet. Right. Well, that's the idea. That's why it makes for good communication. (laughs) Well, listen, it's great hearing from you. You have a good one. And after a couple of more years, you'll really hate it, okay? Okay, Neil. Okay, thanks. 1245 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. 524-WIOD. Boy, look at this. Sharon is just a busy, busy child today with these fax machine notes. Joey, what is, when is Joey coming? Like a week from Sukkot? <laughs> Joey probably went to Zeta. Huh? It's probably, somebody it's please pick up Joey out there on the I-95. Because Joey uh, probably had to sell his car or something. But uh, these letters are great. And other things they sent us are great. Little little cute, cute little cuties they sent us too today. Really enjoy it. Don't go reading this on here, but this is a little cartoon. It's a two-part cartoon that you're really... Get a great chuckle out of that fax machine, man. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, let's see. What are we doing? We have an opening in Broward, 524 WIOD. <laughs> we'll go to Miami. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Great. I want to tell you something. This is my philosophy about the people in Hallandale and the difference between the old people in Miami Beach. Yes. The people in Miami Beach are educated. They know how to turn a dial. You may be right. People in Hallandale don't. They and The little flaming fagula down there has them brainwashed that they can't turn it. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to send you a letter addressed to him. Well, maybe Sonny still has one of those old, uh, what do they call those radios with the uh, crystal set? Yeah. You know, that only tunes in one station. Well, I'm going to send you a letter to send to him. And I hope there's no restriction on what we can say. Not as long as we got anything to do about it. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. 1246 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade, 751 
WIOD, 751-9463. By the way, our attorney friend thinks that uh, I called him a flaming fagula, or so he alleges in something I just saw. Uh, haven't done that at any point. My reference to that is always to Sonny Rosenberg, the mayor of Hallandale. And the only reason I say that is to remind the audience that he used that line about me two years ago, which is a totally bigoted and disgusting homophobic remark. Uh, and for the mayor of a, of a, for a public official in any city to be making that comment is just reprehensible. But that should give you an idea of his mentality and where he's coming from. So if there, God forbid, any gay people who live in Hallandale, you might want to uh, check around and move out, okay? Because obviously the mayor of your city has got some serious problems with homophobia. Serious. Serious, serious, serious. Look at that. The staff uh, at Miami International Airport. Great. Okay, the phones will be ringing over there at Miami International any minute now, so govern yourselves accordingly. Let's take our break here now, and uh, that'll give us a little time for some of these calls when we come back. It's 1247 at WIOD. I'll turn on Neil Rogers. Hold it right there, pal. Don't touch that dial. Oh, my God. It's sunny. It's Hallandale Vice 2. Sonny's Revenge. Yeah, it looks like we got him. Thanks for the tip, Mrs. Aquacoit. You're welcome, Sonny. I mean, I knew he was a sicko when I rented him the place. I mean, look at this. He even had this filth he was looking at. My God. It's the Ted Bundy pictures. Looks like we stopped another future mass murderer Neil scumbag moron. The streets of Hallandale are safe again, thanks to you, Sonny. Just doing my job, Mrs. Aquacoif. By the way, I'm going to need your name and phone number. We contact you later. Let me get you my card. Oops, I dropped my pipe. Say, what's that that fell out of your purse? <laughs> 1252 at WIOD. Let's go to Lauderhill. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Great. Long, long time listener, first time caller. Well, you isn't that something? I have enough courage to call. I wanted to call and pledge my support. Great. And all my friends listen to you. My kids listen to you. And they're young. They're under five. Woo. And they love your show. And I just wanted to make a point. These people in Hallandale who are against you... There's so many other causes to get involved with worthwhile, the homeless. You know, I mean, even the little kid that was being kicked out of the condominium. Why don't they spend their time doing something worthwhile? Well, because the, the small group of individuals you're talking about are a bunch of hateful, malicious, uh, nasty, bitter people who, you know, who are the stereotype of the things we talk about here all the time. Yeah. And because they relate to it and they understand it, that's why it hits a raw nerve with them because they can't, ex they can't stand the exposure. I guess that's what it is. But anyway, I wanted to let you know that you have a lot of supporters out there. And I wanted to call my friends Tommy and Lori Wager douchebags. Okay. Okay. I'll and second I'm that motion. I'll be sending in some support by mail as well. Thanks a million. We appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. 1254 at WIOD. This was handed to me. You should read this, and you won't understand it at first until you get down in it a while. Why don't you read it out loud? Baby Bush? Yeah. Meet the latest addition to the Bush clan. Ashley Walker Bush is the president's newest grandchild, born on Tuesday to Sharon and Neil Bush in Denver. Sharon and Neil. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Well, there are no coincidences. Neil Bush is the president's son. <laughs> and yeah. look at the look on his face. <laughs> like, isn't this astonishing? It's shocking. We were expecting a baby fawn. 
Oh, boy. Well, that Bush family, they're, they're pretty entertaining, you know. And I'm telling you, you mark my words, he's going to be more amusing than Jerry Ford. He really is. Uh, Miami, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going, buddy? Terrific, pal. All right. I just want to let you know that we're all standing behind you in support, so yeah, every, to speak. Every time I turn around, I see all these people like several yards behind. Not well, not not that close. Okay. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you read the article in the Houndale Digest today? We sure did. We told we read parts of it on the air. Yeah, I liked I liked the one that said the city's crusade against Rogers eventually died a natural death because of a <laughs> lack of support, according to the Ayatollah Intendola. What, what's his problem, that guy? Well, I think lack of common sense, lack of any, you know, since they can't do anything positive about the real problems over there, they have to make a lot of simmons about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Tell me, this. Uh, also, Thompson said that it's not a vendetta against you, not a personal vendetta. Oh, yeah. How long right. has this been going on with him? Only 19 months. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, nothing serious. Nothing important. It's oh, just, no. uh, you know, something in his spare time. <laughs> uh, it's funny, I manage a condo just, just south of the Dade Broward line in, in uh, the Aventura area. And we've got some very nice elderly people, and we get along just wonderfully. Mm -hmm. Well, there are, a lot, there are a lot of them out there. I'd say, I'd say even maybe 30, 40% of our senior citizens are reasonable, rational people who, you know, feel a lot younger than their real age, and that's great. Yeah, it's just but then we have that other gigantic, and I have to take exception with one thing Steve said yesterday. He said it's just a small handful of these people. It's not true at all. There are gigantic numbers of people out there whose behavior in restaurants and supermarkets on a highway, everywhere they go is just absolutely socially unacceptable. We we have a few that are just sourpusses, but I think those people have been sourpusses all their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were they were prunes when they were 15 and yeah. 20. You all right, Neil, you hang in there, buddy. We're hanging. We love you. Thanks. Bye. 12.56 at WIOD, and we have a little crisis on the phone. Not a major one. we got a couple of open lines. That's a little crisis, wouldn't Palm you say? Beach? Well, Palm Beach, of course. <laughs> One in Broward. Now there goes uh, Bait is ringing. One in Broward, 524-WIOD. Boy, that fruit is really coming back strong, but it was good. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. The fruit was great. What is in that? Is that grapefruits or oranges or what? Wow. Oh, yeah, and Lyndon and Susan are going to be here at 2 o'clock. I almost <laughs> forgot about that with Nutrisystem. Okay, and the Palm Beach line is also wide open, man. I know that comes as a great shock to you. That's the only way to get through as I speak right now. 655-9463. 655-WIOD. Are we talking loud enough for you in Palm Beach? Miami, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Um, one of the things I think the, pro yeah, the problem might be with these old farts the reason they don't turn their dial is they're afraid they're going to miss something hysterically funny. Yeah. You know, they can't turn it off, which is true, because, mm -hmm. yeah, you, know, you say something that's going to offend them, but it's hysterically funny anyway. By the way, I just got this. Is, you're going to love this. Nick just gave me a note on the screen. It says he's getting some calls from older people who hate me. Then they crank Nick and they hang up. They, well, they don't have the guts to stay on the line and make fools of themselves on the ear. No. So they're harassing him on the phone. <laughs> now, if they hate me, now seriously, if they hate me and they're that obnoxious, then how come they're still listening right now? Because they're obnoxious. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great term for we're, we're giving them fodder for their lives. In other words, this is what their whole lives are about, our bitterness and hate and being nasty and rotten and trying to spread it around. And so we're obviously, because they hate it so much, we're doing a pubic service for them. Yeah, I was listening, well, I was listening to Steve yesterday and listening to some people call up trying to give some kind of point why they didn't like you. Yeah. And they couldn't back anything that they were saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah well, every time he kept answer, asking a question, they would go on to something out total mm -hmm. non sequitur. They couldn't answer the question. Right. It's, it's, more of, it's more or less the, why don't you like Neil? Yeah. And their answer was, because. Because the sun is in the sky. Yeah. Okay, listen, you have a good one now. You too. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. 
Okay, we got a celebrity caller on line six in a mobile. Hey, Neil, it's Cox. No kidding. I was just thinking about something. Well, that's a first. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, think, I think you ought to put this guy... Hi, Bird. Hey, Cox. I think Neil ought to put this guy Thompson on retainer, man. This is the greatest book promotion I've ever heard about. Yeah. Well, I want. I, let me tell you one thing. If you want to go through 19 months of harassment and grief to get the numbers, good luck to... In fact, maybe you'd like him, huh? No, Maybe thanks. we could arrange that no, for you. You no, guys no, do Neil, some pretty raunchy I, stuff there in the morning. I have my uh, I have my own detractors, thanks. Well, do you really? That's not what I heard. But you know what I did? I did call the uh, the uh, city commission of Hollandale. I called that number you gave out the other day. Yeah. And uh, and told them who I was and told them that I thought that if they could do it to you, I was afraid they'd do it to me, so back off. <laughs> You're next, babe. I, I don't do anything, Neil. I'm a quiet, calm guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we've heard those spots of yours. Yeah, ben real quiet. Cox from Cumming, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Good night, Cox. Good night, Neil. Good Have night, a great Neil. life. Okay, there he goes. Okay, we have an open line where Don Cox just hung up. He's real brave. At 524-WIOD in Broward. 524-9463. April Wortham. See, one thing at WIOD, it may be February to some, but it's always April here. And mm -hmm. she's got that 1 o'clock WIOD news. We'll come back at 105. Six five five and two seven eight WIOD in the Palm Beaches. Other areas may call collect. The opinions expressed by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio six ten WIOD. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. One oh five at WIOD. Now that Palm Beach line <laughs> is open, so if you're anywhere except in Palm Beach, get right on a horn now. Six five five. W-I-O-D. You don't five, have five. to say that. You what? don't have to say except Palm They, you know, except Palm Beach. That's right. Now, what happened to Joey? I don't understand. Is we've been building this thing up all day since early in the show, and he just uh, shined us so far, hasn't he? Yeah. I'm amazed. <laughs> I don't understand something. That machine is dying now, that middle deck. Almost dead. Yeah. Yeah. The middle deck is dying. You might want to make a note of that. We'll just avoid using it. It's dead. Okay? Kind of like Joey Shaw. Swing, Joey! Swing! Okay, 106 now. Let's go back to the cause while we await with bated breath the arrival of Joey. Yeah, it's amazing. This is a hard guy to pin down. He leaves his number, and every time we've called, I get his answering machine. Sharon gets the answering machine. It's like you just can't find him, the invisible man. Well, that means he's out. He's invisible on your radio dial, and he's invisible in the community, too. And, like, in Plantation, I know he's got a house in Plantation, and I live there. I keep running up and down the streets, Joey, Joey, <laughs> and I can't find a son of a gun. I don't know where the hell he is. Miami, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi, yes. Bird. Yes, sir. Hey. Yeah, listen, I'm, up, I'm here in Baptist Hospital right now. I just had surgery on Monday. And I was just calling because I don't have a radio, and I just wanted to hang on to the phone and listen to you guys because you guys are cheering me up. Oh. I was the one, uh, you probably remember me. I'm the one that told you the way Joe Z really feels about you a long oh. time ago. And I knew your mother. What? Remember when you first started, and I asked Joe Joe Zagacki what he really thought about you? Oh, Joe Zagacki. I thought you were talking about another Joe no. Z. No, remember? And I, I used to work with your mom a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm over here at Baptist. I just had surgery. I'm just kind of listening to the... Well, what, do you, you know. what do you want? You want to go back on hold? Yeah, I just want to listen. Okay, hold on. Hey, good luck. Okay. Okay. Incredible. 107, <laughs> we have an open line in Broward now. 524-9463. we got a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. 
This is Alan Burke. Who are you? <laughs> Finally, a good tape. Now, wait a minute. That well, Maybe that wasn't a tape. Maybe that was him. <laughs> oh, gee, I shouldn't have done that. You know, maybe that was really him. <laughs> you think so? It That's... sounded like a tape to me. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Was it him? Was it no, tape? No, tape. Well, that would be, I would be crushed if it turns out that was really him. Wonderful call. No. Well, listen, he left a real mark, an indelible mark on this station, I'll tell you that. In fact, that's why they brought these new chairs in today, okay? <laughs> okay, let's go to a Delray. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yeah. Do you think I'll be on Saturday? <laughs> on the greatest hits. Best of Neil. Oh, I don't have any idea. We're not taping this hour. No, no well, chance, pal. So don't, li listen, don't waste on. any good material. This show is only a one-time deal. Hey, can you put me back on hold? Okay, good. Hey, let's just leave everybody on hold, okay, so they can hear the show. These must be people with frozen radio dials. Boy, look at that. Since that Alan Burke call, like three lines just dropped off at the same time. Simultaneously. I'm serious. Look at that. The phone is, like, clearing out now. <laughs> Plus, when they heard that Joey might show up this hour, that was probably good for two of those lines anyway. Okay, let's uh, go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Okay, there's four. Isn't it amazing that we go through three hours, everything was just like... Well, this is the big one to two Oh, hour. that's true. This is the big one you to forget. two hours. Yeah. <laughs> everything was just great. And now all of a sudden, it's like we ran into a brick wall. It is so typical in this town, I'll tell you. Uh, there's an open line in Broward, 524-WIOD. Lots of other ones are flashing. Don't uh, get too carried away. Miami, hello. Yes, sir. Listen, uh, I'm not calling too much to talk on the topic because uh, it's kind of like arguing for child abuse. I mean, for what this guy's doing is wrong, and I think everyone's seen that. I don't think you've gotten too many positive comments on his side. We haven't gotten any on this show. Steve got a couple, but that's about it. But I think, uh, as listening the last couple of days, I've heard a lot of it been uh, relayed on freedom of speech, and it seems more like persecution here than, than uh, uh, trying to change the content of your show. It doesn't seem like anyone's really trying to say, Neil should take this out or this or put this in or something like that. They're just saying, get rid of Neil. And it hasn't been the case for the last two years? No, no. He uh, he objects to peace by no matter what we do, you know, no matter whether it's music or anything. And then, of course, if we take it out, then he finds ten new things that he objects to. So, you know, the bottom line is he wants to give me off, and he continues denying that. But, I mean, anybody who's got an IQ of over two who looks at the pattern of the things that have been done and how malicious they are could come to no other conclusion, believe me. Well, i got to tell you, you're lucky. i got to tell you that you, I feel like you're lucky to have the support you've got at this station because recently I went to something along the same uh, lines, not not to the extent you are, and uh, allegations were made, and I was removed from a pr uh, position, completely unfounded allegations and, you know, uh, inflammatory and uh, slanderous. Oh, my God. And what I'm trying to find out is is uh, where the allegations of, you know, I've heard you say that they said you were trying to pick up boys and everything. Oh, yeah. But it, was any of that ever published oh, in the paper? Oh, my God. Joey just kissed me. Now, watch that, Joey. It might <laughs> fall out. What's that? Was any of those allegations ever published in a, in a, in a print magazine or, or the Herald? Oh, sure. Abs absolutely. Because they, they, one of the local papers caught hold of uh, my story and published it, and they were unfounded, and they didn't even try to contact either of the parties involved. Yeah. And I was wondering if there's any recourse or if you... Uh, Get your... yourself a good lawyer, pal. That's what you got to do. Yeah, because basically I, I'm not going to be able to work in uh, Dade County Well, sue, Get a good lawyer and sue their ass, okay? <laughs> okay, Neil. Thanks a lot. Okay, good luck. Twelve minutes after one, I just received a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't on the lips from Joey Reynolds. And that is shocking, okay? Yeah, who would have ever dreamed? Don't you think it's time... <laughs> 
Okay, now we got to do a break. So look at that. He's got all kinds of filthy stuff he just brought in here. This ain't the more Downey Jr. show, okay? This is just a very uh, low-key family show. You putz. Where's the anyway, food? Where's the food? Uh, <laughs> can I do a break here? Look at that. Yeah, that's all you came for is lunch, right? These radio people are all the same, man. All they come in for is free grub. I, I wanted the food you had yesterday. What's Speaking of a grub, man, look at this guy, okay? Look at that Italian stuff. What is that, a Tommy Shannon outfit you're wearing or what? <laughs> you better tell everybody what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> All right, let me do, can I do the break, please? I want you to well, try to control can I ask yourself. my permission? I know you haven't been on a big-time show in a long time, but uh, including that last one you were on. But anyway, <laughs> if you're thinking about what to do for Valentine's... <laughs> no! Come on, Joe. baby. What does this bring back memories? Yeah, when you were a kid. Yeah, when I was like about two or three years old. Yeah, right. Listening to WKBW in Buffalo. And Joey at that time was about 50 or 60. <laughs> and it was incredible. There's an article about me in the Philadelphia paper today, and it says I'm 48. Uh, <laughs> but I was, I was 46 three years ago. And my name is Moshi Pupik, too. And Jerry Williams is 39 tomorrow, by the way. Happy birthday, Jerry. How old are you, Neil? 46. Are you really? Just I'm a child. I can't be older than you. Really? I'm in better shape. Are you? I think so. Pratt, listen, almost anybody's in better shape. Even in Hallandale, they're in better shape. Oh, yeah. What, you started all this stuff. Anyway, you know, you're, you're talking about it, but you started the problem. I mean, you shouldn't pick down the old people about eight years I ago. I know. I apologize for everything that I've said, even though it's all true, okay? Now, what is this? Old farts? Old farts. Yeah. And douchebags. Oh, that's and real. Long brain. Nice talk. Now, did your mother, your mother listen to Let me tell you something, Joey. When it comes to... you want me to play the album on the air and just no, no, give you all the credit? <laughs> all in his voice, too. Some of the foulest, most right. vulgar, grotesque... And it's great, too, by the way. Neil, I love you. And I, you know, I mean, I have gone on You're record... You're not my type, Joey. I've gone on... Well, I could be. <laughs> I've gone on record saying that things are that tough, huh? I've, I've gone on record... Yeah, my wife's had aerobics. You know what that is. That's another yeah. disease. You yeah. can't get near them. I've joined the AA, the Aerobics Anonymous. Don't get me off on this. Now, I want to I want to talk about material like this when you were doing that show. Maybe that's why I don't have a yeah, show, right? That could be. I heard that show, by the way. You never heard that show. <laughs> you used to listen to me in Buffalo when you were a kid, right? Oh, those were the good old days, yeah. And you were in Batavia. When you had material. I know. And I was in Batavia, and you were in Buffalo, and right? You, and, and of course, my biggest fan... And he fan, had these big ratings because it was the only station you could hear at night in the whole, uh, in the whole state, in right. upstate. We, we covered... AM was... His, it was AM's heyday. Yeah, well, that's correct. We shouldn't talk that way. Right now is AM's resurgence heyday, right? Yeah. In this market, yeah. yeah. All right, now, Thanks you used to listen show. to me on the air. Did I ever talk this way on the air? Like what? Douchebag? No, but that was like 100 years ago. Didn't I teach you anything? They didn't even have douchebags when you were on the air in Buffalo. <laughs> yes, they, they never did. even invented them yet. <laughs> the guy who... Maybe never my enema bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I mean, I never... I, Tommy I was Shannon to... and Dan never... Now, didn't, didn't a tear come to your eye <laughs> when that station went... What did they do, go automated or something? Well, the, the interesting thing is WKBW was known as well-known well Bible witnesses, what the call letters were. What was it? <laughs> Well-known Bible witness. WKBW. Yeah. I never heard that. That's right. And Sounds like WLAC. No, I was at WIBG in Philly, which is I Believe in God. What does that have to do with what I'm talking <laughs> about? They've gone religious. See, that's they want Joey's to problem. Money. Now, you want to know why Joey's not on the air anymore? These non-sequiturs, man, you should be a professional caller. You and <laughs> Lee Fowler. In fact, you and I had a couple of really good calls there. Yeah. Wait a minute. Lee Fowler, the one that said, a... I hope you beat me in the ratings, you're better than I am. Now, did they get upset about that when I was playing that every morning? <laughs> For some reason, cheap. they did get upset about it, although yeah, I thought it was great. It was funny. Cause yeah. it, see, I like promotion. I think, uh, you know... Well, I, like, I give you all the promotion in the world, believe me. I know you tried. And you that's really Naglia, man. He's got a sense of humor that can't be beat, doesn't no, he? No, he's my friend. Don't pick Is up. he? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. He's been my friend. Through all of this stuff, I came down here because of him. 
Did you? Yeah, and I left here because of him. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to work in this market. So it's like a washout. Thanks Why? Because you. you beat my ass in the ratings, and I've never been able to recover since. It's like, uh, you know, I, I guess... Oh, I boy, you. listen to this sobster. Well, I'm not doing mornings anymore. It's a wide-open field. <laughs> no, I talked to that jaboni over you got to go over and talk to a Rose Folger, man. I got some real trouble with that colonel. Oh, my God. It's a good thing they're not defending the country, that army. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I understand they're going to have We're a... We're going to be speaking uh, Japanese uh, any minute. They're going to have a Creedence Clearwater weekend. So anyway, didn't it... Did, wasn't it a sad moment? For you. <laughs> and Jim Morrison's coming back too. A sad moment no, for you when that station went. Will you shut up a minute? When that, why would I shut up? I came here to talk. When that <laughs> station in Buffalo, which was it was so dominant, man, it was such a, a monster. And of course, that's because Joey was working. It was a monster, uh, and they went automated or something. It's like they just. I don't understand that. Well, AM and when died. you go back up there, like in Rochester, WHAM, which used to be this big, boring, but a big AM station, yeah. they're playing oldies and stuff now. All right, let me get a word in edgewise here for a second. Yes, sir. Uh, well, oh, go this, ahead. This I, hey, be, listen. This be I'll, eat my, I'll eat my fruit if you pardon that expression. Neil, if you could only listen for a minute. Just listen for a minute. Just one second. I try to teach you. Okay. All right. Thank you. When I was a kid, when I, was, when I first started in radio, when I was a kid, my reasons for getting into radio were because I was a poor kid and we were in a, I was the last white family in all black neighborhood. My family was. We wanted to get out of there. We had no money. We had Why did you want to get out of there? Because were you I racist hated poverty. That's, I hated poverty. You were racist. Is that what you're no, trying to say? No, I wanted to get out of the neighborhood we were in. We had nothing. We had a $30 a month cold water flat. So the best way that I could express myself was to go to the boys club Play basketball. Go to the boys' club. Yeah, and they had a... What is this, like an announcement we have coming today I or something? I saw you hanging around the playground there. <laughs> I was on oh, the PA system. Boy. I know who you've been talking to. Now listen to me, all right? When I first got into radio, the reasons for radio were to serve the public and to have fun with the public. We were trying to entertain folks. The next level came up. We were trying to entertain the owners so that we'd get the good jobs. Then the next level that came up, we were entertaining the sponsors... So we would get some national business. Now we're entertaining banks. And radio has really come from what I said when it was a mom and pop store. Do you understand so what he's banks? talking about? Not Go really. Ahead. No. The evolution of radio. It's gotten, it's gotten to be a scientific game. It used to be an art. Now it's a science. That's all I'm saying. They got everything figured out. A lot of radio. Yeah. They got everything figured out? A lot well, of radio. If you've, heard the, if you've heard the radio in this market, I got news for you. They ain't got nothing figured out. All right. Now there is so much bad radio in this town. That's because no one's dealing with the dynamic. The dynamic is that we have a... a uh, my name is Pinto, my real name. It's no a, kidding. It's an Hispanic name. So I came to work here. I was Larry King's newsman. I thought you man. were Italian. Well, I am Italian. But it's a, it's what does that mean? See, now he's, trying, now he's trying to get out with WQBA, okay? No, I mean, this guy, you talk about trolling for a job. He's so de- <laughs> it's a Hispanic name. Next he's going to start doing little Spanish jokes. <laughs> you, were, you were Larry Kent's newsman? Larry King. Larry King's newsman. Yes. And I was at Whammy in Miami, WAME. Miami. When you were just a kid, you were at Cat, WKAT. Isn't that right, Neil? Right. So I was. What is he doing now? The Twilight Zone music? Esta es el show de la mañana con Neil Rogers. Esta es su cerebro. Tienes preguntas? Now, are you going to uh, be cooking up any buffalo chicken wings for us today, Joey? Uh, like no, I did, did that for, over at Macy's, thank you. Well, you did it for Don Mall. Webb, you know. And, okay, uh, now, where were we? You were giving us this exciting <laughs> story, The Evolution of Radio with Joey Reynolds. Go ahead. Yes. I, was, I, was I didn't just, realize. Now, why didn't ex- you come in earlier? What do you because mean? the evolution of radio could could have killed the whole four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I figure the last hour, let's at least kill the lead in. We could have talked about Alan. Oh, no, right. come on. Be nice to Steve. He's, He's hot nice again. About you. you made him hot again. See, now the guy was dying here until you got here. 
That's the truth. <laughs> what did he have? Paul Harvey and what else? Huh. And the other three? And the, Paul Lyle. The, yeah, yeah. there's Paul Lyle. And Paul they had a Harvey. couple of board ops, did some shows here. It was good. And Alan Burke, who uh, Alan really Burke, who died 20 years mad. ago and nobody talked about <laughs> Well, I think he got his juices got flowing again when he saw Morton Donnie make a success, because that was kind of his act, you know, like a Joe Pine thing. Although Mort does it kind well, of exactly. Right? Yeah, Mort. At least see, Mort's alive. That makes a big difference. <laughs> Mort's my friend, you know. Our yeah, Mort's alive. We live together. Doc, he's straight though. No kidding. Well, I thought you'd like to know. No that. kidding. I mean, he doesn't have a homosexual. Now, do you call him Doc? Yeah, I call him Doc. Uh -huh. You know why? Why? Because his initials are MD. Morton Downey. But that was his name here, wasn't it? On the Doc Donnie. Yeah, Doc Donnie. Yeah, That's Doc why Donnie. we call him Doc. Yeah. So he Dan. wasn't here. He was in Orlando. What is this man no, he talking was about? Here. He has gone. He has gone from WKBW in Buffalo <laughs> to the evolutionary, uh, uh, to science. Uh, I don't, science fiction, I think, is what we're talking about. God, you are hard like, to follow. Like an asshole weekend. You really it? are, man. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you dropped some heavy duty acid or something when you're listening to this guy. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry Great. for interrupting. Neil, if you don't write like it, Alan saying. Freed. I love what you're saying. We're at Alan Freed. Take calls from Palm Beach. No, no. <laughs> Alan Freed. Alan Freed was a disc jockey who years ago took payola and confessed to it. And Peter Trim at WMG. He never confessed to it, but he did take payola. Years you know ago. that Love is Strange by Mickey and Sylvia, 1956, the record was number one and it wasn't in a record stores yet? I mean, at least if you're going to take some money, you know, <laughs> give it a few days. That's a true story, and that was Peter Tripp, the curly-headed kid in the third row at WMGM. As a kid yeah. growing up, and I mean just a very, very young child, I was listening to uh, WMGM with a big signal in the evening out of New York in Rochester, yeah. and uh, he had some problems. No, you do. Now, what job. about Stan Roberts? You're the best. I you am really the best. Do. You are. And my ratings were better than yours, but that's beside the point. They were yeah. twice as so good was, as mine. So was the test pattern. But anyway, uh, well, look, you were on an impossible shit. Let's make some good alibis. He was, uh, you know, on a station that just uh, isn't making it. Talk about dead. Well, it's coming, and I know Tenaglia is your now. pal. Is it coming back? Yeah. She is making a turnaround. At least it's, it's coming back to what they originally stood for. Listen, let's put, let's put it this way. Radio's in the record business, all right? Except for these talk instances, this happens to be one. Now, can we do another break now? Because we've got a lot of business on this station. This isn't some, like, podunk. This isn't like being on Zeta. This is not free food in Gulfstream. That is correct. Okay. Okay. Although, if you like some fruit, we've got a lot of fruit and in this And we'll come place. back and talk about more upstate New York radio. Yeah. No, we can talk about other things. I'm worldly. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's been everywhere, man. This guy's like a walking road map. Yeah. It's 125 at WIOD. Joey is with us today, and we'll come right back. There comes a time in every person's life when they have to decide where to order pizza. I know you're thinking, come on, what's the big deal? A pizza's a pizza. Wrong. All pizzas are not created equal. At Miami Pizza, every pizza is handmade, custom ordered, just like you like it. With the freshest ingredients and the personal attention, you won't find at these so-called fast food. U-I-O-D. <laughs> I'm getting to hate this. <laughs> what a show. Now... You're going to be astonished when I tell you this. Did you ever hear me play Wild Weekend by the Rockin' Rebels? No. <laughs> yeah, I've heard you play that. Yes, I have. On Swan Records? Yeah. Well, you know, no. my manager was Tony Mamarella, who owns Swan Records. Okay, I ran into one of these kids in Buffalo, and he was um, playing in a bar in some obscure place. And he told me the whole thing about you and Tommy Shannon and Wild Weekend. It was incredible. And that's, that record was re-released, I don't know how many times, and sold over a million copies. It didn't and that was Tommy Shannon's. <laughs> Never sold a million. Yeah, he, he said it sold ten <laughs> copies, okay? Oh, two boxes. <laughs> one of them in my basement. Do you? Yes, that never sold. But anyway, so to make a long story short, Guy sends us a copy of this from, was it from XYZ? And I remember, you see, you don't realize this, I was in Michigan... Oh. I think I may have been living in Detroit. I'm not sure. When you were at WXYZ. Is that when the brain damage happened to you? 
No, to you. <laughs> I heard those shows, okay? What do you like about Keener? Is that that sexy news jingle? Is that what you kids like? That's huh? my voice as an octave higher before yeah. I went to work for Wayne Newton. And Lee Allen was on the air over there. And Joel cool. Sebastian, may he rest in peace. Yeah, he was a good guy. And um, those were the great days in Detroit radio. These are that, great days. That, no, you're a star. You're a star. Be, but nobody wants to hear you. You're like you Rosanna Barr. All you do is kibetz, kibetz, kibetz. They want to talk about the great golden days in Detroit and Buffalo. Look at what you've done here. Buffalo never had any You helped Steve K make a comeback. Who the hell could get Stan Major to work again? I mean, you're the only That's a person good in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't working too well now, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you you probably be responsible for my career upsurgence, which I hope I have. <laughs> Is that why you're here today, Joe? Yeah, I gotta have don't a, hold your breath. I gotta have a little profile here. How come I can't work in this market? What did I, I, don't I do? Know. Did I commit a heinous crime by not having numbers? Yes. I feel like Dustin Hoffman. Mm -hmm. You know, I had my tootsie, and now I'm living with my Istar, and I'm waiting for my Rain Man. You know, if I get that, I'll be. Boy, now there's a metaphorical comparison yeah. like I have He's never heard. Isn't he? I'm a wonderful actor, yes. Is that what you meant? So anyway, tell us about because the real purpose of your being here, in spite of all this other it's preliminary BS, I no, need a job. Is, is that the purpose? I, I thought really you were plugging a Mort Downey show. I was. I want to come over. Now, and... when are you going to get on? Mort was a former roommate of yours. I'm on tonight. I have tonight. a personal you are on tape. Yeah. Will you just relax? Ooh, the a... bird. Don't you talk to the bird that way? He's my Screw idol. the bird, okay? He can be <laughs> gone in two seconds. Uh, in fact, now maybe. How would you feel sitting over there? Yeah, <laughs> not too right. bad, huh? You're right. I could be like Howard Stern's Robin. Yeah. You look a little like Robin. Uh, anyway, <laughs> now when are you going to get at me on with Mort Downey? Neil, when, when Mort was here at the Mort Miami... Mort sent me a tape. Let me answer one question I've got a time. personal tape that Mort did for me. Mort a video knows tape. you very well yes, and likes does. your work because he was here at Williams Mort Island. Mort loves me. He heard, you, he heard you on the air. Not hurt you. Heard you. Uh, he, he heard you when he was here at the Miami Convention Center. And you were really? supposedly going to be there and be introduced from the stage. Nobody ever told me that. He mentioned you from the stage. You were not there. Nobody told me about I was there. How the hell could I have been there? Well, someone must have told you you were mentioned from the stage. No. Mm -mm. It's mm -mm. like a town hall meeting, you know, these uh, public appearances he does. They were not taping his show. It was just... Nobody invited me to be there. Well, you were on the stage. I mean, you were mentioned from the stage. You're well, a star Well, great. Here. I am a star here. Yes. Did you answer my question when you get going to be on his show? Tonight. It's on tonight. No, no, on when are you going to get me on a show? Now, when are you going to be the, on a show? You don't want to be positioned as trash radio like I was? You I know don't what he care. introduced me as? Tonight, he will open that microphone and he will say, Now, here is the, you ready for this? The grandfather of Schlock. <laughs> you want to be known as that? Hey, listen, if it gets me, if he, he made 22 million last year, okay? 40. 40 million? Yeah, well, he reported 22. <laughs> the rest is cash. Okay, more. Well, it's been nice knowing you, man. You're going to like those nice private rooms they give you. Anyway, um, so you're going to be on tonight, and they talked about trash radio? Yeah, and he introduces me as the Schlockmeister, you know, like he's the Sultan of Sleaze. And here I get this Yeah, time. but this is all contrived. I mean, his whole show is contrived. You guys set this up ahead of time, and you love it. Cause no, you need, no you he did not tell exposure. me that. He threw me a left current, but I do need the exposure. He a uh, yeah. thing out. And I am the world's most shameless self-promoter. I really am. But certainly not the king of sleaze. No. I mean, I'm the, if anything, why I'm, didn't the, he have, why I'm didn't the Earl he have, of Shive. Why didn't he have Howard on that show? Howard who? <laughs> Co Stern. <laughs> Howard Stern. Well, Howard Stern doesn't do those gangbangs. He refuses to be on a gangbang. Oh, and really? that's the first lesson in those shows, because you only get your moment. And if it's not a brilliant moment, you die. So therefore, I don't recommend you do that. By the way, Howard is not good on TV anyway. He's horrendous on TV. He's tried more, like he was going to yeah. do that Fox show that never yeah. materialized. A hundred times he promoted it, and it never materialized. Then he did that videotape that he's made a fortune off of. Yeah. It's horrendous. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've it's seen it. It's too long. It's got why. a few, you know, it's too got long. its moments, but uh, overall it's pathetic. Howard is not a TV person. As a half-hour special, it would have been fine. I love yeah. trash. Don't you like trash? Absolutely. 
I mean, you know, there's Howard is hysterical on certain days. You know, there's good trash and bad day. trash. That is correct. I've heard you say that, and of course, we put all of our trash in the plantation bags. Or God forbid, <laughs> garbage doesn't get removed. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> we have to talk about plantation. Now, I let's talk about Hallandale. I love um, the sweet and low uh, routine that you do. I brought that to New York and claimed it as my own material. What was that routine you do about uh, the early bird specials? <laughs> well, wait, wait till I get on more Downey, man. I'm going to expose you. Anyway, speaking of Hallandale, be sure to join me for a day at the races this Sunday, February 12th at 1130 at Gulfstream Park, which is in Hallandale. Yeah. You still have hey, you're right. You're right. And the bill is in the mail, Joey. No, no I, I was when I first, the first day that I got that record, one of our listeners sent me that record. In fact, that's where most, most of the stuff comes from is listeners. You'd be like rats in my room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got it. That's pretty obscure to be able to go back and find that thing. You know who steals the most is Robin Williams, though. He'll go to watch young comics in a club, and he'll take the material home with him like it's his own. He's brilliant, but he does it. He's got a terrible. Now, where is uh, Tommy Shannon? Tommy is Shannon is, a, is he looks a little like the bird. He's got no hair, mm-hmm. and he's in Buffalo. You know, yeah. with, uh, he is back in Buffalo. Back in the third time he, he was in Detroit. He was on CKLW. He makes a regular run. He's back and forth. He gets a Detroit job, then a Buffalo job. You know, it's uh, four four times in each market. Hmm. He's a real good guy. Tommy Shannon was a school teacher who was a disc jockey on weekends and got to be uh, a star. That's what. That's in case people are listening, wondering what we're talking about. I know what. I know now what determines your show. You got a brother sitting there in a control room with uh, one of those boogie hats on, you know, <laughs> and a guy. He doesn't ever. He never laughs at nothing. This guy. No, that's true. Is that the meter? If he ever even snickers, man, you know it's got to be an award. <laughs> it's just and here he is, this guy. The brother here, he's got a four-foot cross he's wearing around his neck. This crucifix. He says if you say something funny, he'll laugh at it. <laughs> I he's I he's in, still waiting. I noticed when I walked in, his cross dropped. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, this guy's a real... Is he a zealot? I mean, is this like a religious experience? Are <laughs> you trying to control yourself? Kind this isn't some... This isn't schlock radio. No, this I know, Neil. I'm just wondering. Show. I was amazed that you have a spiritual advisor on the staff. What do you do? Now we know why he moved out of that neighborhood, right? Now we're getting down to the uh, nitty-gritty of that story. That's great, man. So anyway, yes. now you're going to be on tonight. On Morton Downey Jr.'s show, yeah. On uh, Now, let's see. It's hard to figure out. Is that going to be on all the different uh, stations? It's on 39 tonight. In okay. Philly, Miami, and uh, Hartford, it's on tonight. But what about OR? Tomorrow. What about OR? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you miss it tonight, you can see it again tomorrow. On American Cablevision, which is your favorite Continental dish. cable to use, sir. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, you, well, of course, you're Jewish, so you have a set of dishes that are different than the rest of us. That right? is correct. Yeah, you got one for dairy? Milky conflation. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I like that, Neil. See, I like your material. You're, you're but don't start correcting my material. Finally beginning, you're finally beginning to understand now, okay? <laughs> See, Goyam... The laughed. The brother laughed. Yo, Goyam, bro, hey! Goyam, don't make it. Joey, Goyam, don't make it in this market, okay? <laughs> your arbitron just went up. Goyam, don't make it here, okay? No, I know. Now, if you want to go back hard. to Philadelphia, there are a lot of Italians there, stuff like that. Goyam, don't make it here. Pinto, I'm Spanish, please. Oh, yeah. Latino. Okay, now listen, I understand uh, Radio Mambi has got a big opening coming up, and we can get over there just in time to be on their 2 o'clock news. Why do I feel like I'm being asked out of here? You're not going to get You may get, you're not, we got like 22, you want calls? Yeah. Well, you think these suckers that are on here now want to talk to you? Let me, let's clear the board. See what he does, he keeps all the phones on hold so they look busy. They're all lit, by the way. You're just making yourself look important again. No, no. But you are a radio star now. Clear the lines. Clear the lines. Now, everybody wants to talk to Joey Reynolds. No, all I want to know is whether this is going to be on on Saturday. No. It's like everybody else. Can you imagine the balls of a caller to say, is this going to be on on Saturday? Look at the lines, man. Every one of them is lit. I know. Every one of them is lit. Should I just punch him up or you want to screen him? Well, we better, no, we better screen him with him here, you know. Well, first we want to probably be a couple of bill collectors, uh, people like that. Better screen those out. Apologize to all the people that were hung up on. Yeah, we do apologize profusely to you people because we had some important stuff we were doing. Then Joey muscled his way in here on the show. <laughs> I figured but the guy's could... out of work, man. He needs some yeah. help. If you could help Steve Kane, you could help anybody. Hello. 
Hello, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi there. Uh, you were talking uh, before about the uh, uh, DJs from the 50s and the 60s, like Peter Tripp, uh, WMGM. Yes. I'm 42, so I was a kid when I was listening to him. Wasn't Scott Muni on the old WMC at that time? Mm. Yeah, well, he was. Uh, then he went to WABC. Yeah. So, uh, do my impression? Yeah. You want to hear my impression, yes, Scott Muni, sir? Please. Scott's out here on WABC, the Silver Dollar Survey, playing the most music, the most time to 77 WABC. Very good. Now, we had a bong. Now, Rick Sklar would be upset because we don't have a bong to play with at some time. Yes, sir. my throat. Neil, what happened to Murray the K? Oh, let me tell you about him, all right? Isn't he dead? Yes, he did die. Murray the K. He's not feeling too well these days. matter of fact, he finally got out of radio. Murray the K. was a guy who had the submarine race watchers. What that was all about was talking to the kids who were parked in cars. And the police would come by to make sure that your heads were up. In other words, if they saw your heads, they know there was no foul play going on, allegedly, except for those a few times. Like, for instance, Neil was involved with some of these lesbian dwarfs who wanted to go up on him. But, you know, parked in this car were these kids listening to Murray the K. And Murray the K said, he told this great story one night. Sir, are you still with me? Yes, not, I sir, am. Do you begin what? to understand why no, no, he's wait, not on the let, air anymore? Let me tell this great story. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me tell this great story. He was telling this, these kids about this girl and this guy who were parked together on the east side drive. Is this going to be something filthy and grotesque? No. <laughs> and so the guy turns to the girl. It's a 50s-like joke, you know. And the guy turns to the girl and he says, uh, hey, baby, are you spiritual? And she says, what do you mean? And he says, well, uh, do you believe like in the hereafter? And she says, well, what's, what's the hereafter? I believe in the hereafter. And she said, well, what is it, though? And he says, well, uh, if you're not hereafter when I'm hereafter, then you're going to be here after I'm gone. Mm. That was the Murray the K joke. All right? Wow. Sir, now one we know why question. he died. One more, question. Sir. One more uh, radio personality. I remember that worked with Murray the K when they were on uh, WINS. And then uh, he went to WABC. Bruce Morrow, what happened to him? Cousin Bruce, yeah. Yeah, to cousin you, Bruce. sir. You want to hear that impression? Please. Yeah, if you want to. Hey, my cousin, uh, cousin Bruce, here at 77 WABC. Oh, Scott's row. Oh, it's uh, Scott Lanyard coming up here, and then we're going to play the $7 survey. Uh, oh, hey, uh, here comes now a Castro convertible uh, featuring a Neil Rogers. It's folded in the couch. Uh, there he is with a public's bag boy. <laughs> what happened to him? Murray, I mean, uh, uh, he's still working. Bruce Morrow's on WCBS. There's an oldie station in New York. Let's not talk New York. Let's talk Florida. Well, uh, Florida, I'm kind of new to the Florida scene. I yeah. just remember something. Give it a couple of years, sir. You'll learn to hate it like a passion. I already <laughs> do. It didn't take a couple of years. It just took a couple of minutes. Yeah. Well, thank God for this show, right? Miami's not really a big city. There's a mirror at one end, sir. Okay, thanks a lot. Uh, thank you. You bet. Look at this. we got a full board of Joey calls, right? Lighthouse Point. Hello. Yeah, I was going to ask Joey why he's not on the air anymore, but... Uh, they fired my ass. I figured it out already. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, sir, good call. <laughs> oh, you're in for it now, man. Now I know why you didn't come in till late, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> Tamarack, hello. Hey, Joey. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing good. Who's this? This is John. Listen, you uh, probably don't remember me, but we worked together one day. One day? Uh, you, when you, yeah, one day when you were at She. I worked Joey worked on, a lot of places one day. <laughs> <laughs> I only worked with him one day. On your, uh, you did a couple 30 second spots. That's she. right. That's what Neil was talking about. Oh, no. What was he saying? No, what are you talking about? Some commercials I did? Yeah, it's she. Oh, okay. At, uh, Dania Pier. I see. I All was, right. I was one of the guys there. Well, thanks for calling. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe, uh, that's why you're not on she anymore because of, uh, the commercials. I was never at Dania Pier. I was never there. Well, Dania somebody Pier. impersonating you was there. <laughs> Okay, I, probably Danny Neverth or somebody like that. Neil, I also worked or on Stan your... Stan Roberts. What? I also worked on your spot. Really? At uh, Zeta. 
Well, you keep off of my spot, okay, pal? <laughs> okay, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Talking about Mort Downey. This you know, guy was, really gets around. I was roommates with him, and he had uh, not paid some guy uh, some debt. So a guy broke into our hotel room. We stayed at the Genesee Hotel in Syracuse. Then we got an apartment In together. Syracuse? Shop. Boy, now we're talking a big time. Shop for furniture, too. So we got along real, real good. You know, we were good buddies. <laughs> and uh, some guy broke the door down one day. Practically. You know, we had, I had answered the door, and the chain was across it. And he, he got that far. And pushed the chain through and knocked a couple of his teeth out. So I was reading the Inquirer last week at the supermarket. We read this story. And it says he got his teeth knocked out. Mm-hmm. So I call him. I said, what are you, friends of the Tooth Fairy? And they happened to you 26 years ago. We were, where did we read that from? Inquirer. The from the Inquirer. Yeah. The same, that story the made the Inquirer. teeth got knocked out again. What, did he grow new ones? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. Now, when you were in Detroit at XYZ, I don't want to start reminiscing because you obviously are trying to fight back the clock. You know, but and I can did. understand when you get that old. But it did By happen. the way, you know Steve is older than Joey? Yeah. Oh, my. He'll never live that oh, down, man. We geez. discovered that today. I don't think anybody was older than you are. Oh, yeah. But anyway, when you were in Detroit, the big station... How about, was, how about Big Wilson on the wonderful Isle of Dreams? The big station was Keener 13. Yeah. And for my money, that's the greatest AM rock station that's ever been on the air. That was an incredible station with Dick Purton yeah. and uh, Bob Green and Gary Jerry Michael Stevens. Wilson and Gary Stevens. And, boy, what a station that Gary was. was here at fun. What a Miami. monster of a station that was. Yeah. And uh, Dick Purton, of course, is still in Detroit. Tremendous. He's a great One of the best guys in the business. Yeah. He's a fan of yours, too. He's another No. One. Are you serious? Yeah. Dick Purton? Yeah. He's my idol in the business. Uh, he called me one day, and he... Uh, you know, he's got about eight kids. Yeah. They're all girls, so he's God, not, he, he's not know, afraid of you. They had a great billboard campaign. <laughs> well, are you going to listen to me? I'm going to continue with these homophobic remarks. Uh, they had a great billboard campaign in Detroit years ago. And on all the expressways, they had big billboards, and it showed a caricature of Purton with a big, sore red thumb. And it said, pick up Dick Purton on the Southfield Expressway, the John Lodge Expressway, depending where you were driving. It was a great billboard campaign. Well, he's a Which guy. Which I realize has got nothing to do with anything, but he's no, a, he's, he's a, a fan of yours. He called me one day, guy. he says, I'm in Florida and I like this Neil Rogers, so you know him. And I said, Yeah, but he's opposite me. And I, I said, He's beating the hell out of me, so let's not talk about it. <laughs> Which was the case at the time. Now you're not. I got to get a hold of him someday on the air. He is a tremendously funny guy. Hey, look, call him. He knows very now, well. Who's who the guy you are. that works with him that does all the voices? Tom Ryan. Used Tom to be. Ryan. Used to be. They're Tom separate. Ryan. They're opposite oh, really? Yeah. Tom Ryan was a funny guy. Yeah. Do we have to go? No. Oh. Boy, you are, see, he is so insecure, man, which shows you what business No, no, doing. I was thinking of the next no, record. No, Where's when, the record? When you're in this business, man, you're constantly insecure. Don't you have to play a tune? Here's a mobile. Somebody's spending money to talk to you. Oh, Hello. Hi. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Hey, you know what? What? I was, I, was, I think I answered my own question because uh, I was going to ask if he had ever heard that uh, the Neil Headroom thing where you tell the lady uh, you think she's old enough to be Joey Reynolds' mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's already stolen all your material, so I'm probably stole that. But no. Oh, now I stole his material. Is that what you think? No, no, Joey, I would never say. If he would have done that, he'd still be on the I air. I was a though. star when Neil was in diapers. Get off that my back. Joey, you know what? What? I was like one of the four people that used to listen to you on She. I had six. <laughs> and you're insulting the hell out of me. I used to not. I couldn't stand Neil. And, you know, because I never listened to him, and my friends told me, oh, listen to him, listen to him. So I and you believed him. all that great. crap Joey used to say about me. That's the problem. Neil did a great job. Neil's great. I Neil beat me, and I don't mind admitting it, and he did a great job. And I, and I don't listen. When you're a championship fighter, and you get in the ring with another champ, and the, and the other champ knocks you out, and he's a better fighter, you've got to yeah. come up and say, hey, listen, the guy did a great job. Yeah, I don't know, mind I saw, saying I that. saw a picture of you, Joey, at Hooters. You don't weigh but a buck oh five. No, I'm a I'm a good looking guy. Now you well, can't, I, you're I, not going to ruin my self esteem. I'm just going to tell you where I lost the the ratings war, but my self esteem's another story. But you're in trouble when Michael Jackson outweighs you. That's and I'm a great lover, yeah. and I'm not fat. And stop it.
Although I, I was at one time. I Joey, Joey's face is all in one piece, though, unlike Michael's, so That's it's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I lost a lot of weight. I've got to be honest. He looks good. Joey looks that, good. You're on that Nutrisystems. Are you really still yes, on that Yes, I am. 30 pounds. I hear talk of it, but I don't hear you doing the spots now. Yeah, I do every right. day. But you got all this food Thanks coming Thanks a lot, pal. I want to yeah, build bye. up your phone bill. Good day. Okay. Neil, let's consider it. That was very nice of you. Yeah. Why do you Why do you have all this food coming in when you're doing the Nutrisystems? Grapes. Thing? Well, the grapes Fruit. today. I mean, you know, like the grapes of the wrath today. But yesterday had all this Italian stuff coming Well, I just nibble, okay? No, I'm doing well. Well, at 31 pounds. Bird is in good shape. You know, the mm-hmm. way he talks, you would think that he ate his way through China. I mean, he you guys... can. He's just one of those lucky people like uh, you. You're yeah, drives, like a pig. It drives Neil crazy because I can pig out every day, and I'm uh, one of these lucky people in life. My genes, I guess, I don't gain weight. Yeah. And it drives him crazy. And Well, Neil, yeah, of course... I've known uh, a lot of guys like that. Their secret yeah. is in their genes. Well, <laughs> but uh, that's another story. And I don't want you touching that line. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Dade County, hello. 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 Yes. Yes. Hi. Just call up to say hello, Neil. Uh, this is Brian McGarry. I used to work with Joey Reynolds. That's Are right. you serious? <laughs> used to do Joey's news. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say that it's nice to hear Joey's still alive and well. You're on Love ninety four now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you playing that dweeb music? Yes, Joey. Another record. You know, it is the record business. <laughs> I know. Radio is in the record business. It's disgusting what they've done, and they've, they've segmented it now too, so you can have your favorite music, whatever you punch up on the radio today, including that. What's that most awful station? You ask yourself the question, why 100? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. well, a terrible well, the 12-year-old program director and a 10-year-old morning guy. God, and that morning team, they look like I sound. Get rid of them. <laughs> what an awful team that is. And they think they're funny? Do they think they're funny? Evidently, yeah. You know what they do on that station? Listen to this. Now. I'm going to ruin it forever for you to listen to Y100. Great. All they ever talk about is themselves. They never talk about the records. They never talk about anything in this community. You could drop that in on a satellite dish from anywhere Because they don't the know world. anything about the community. The guys have been here for like two weeks. Yeah, no, not them. The whole goddamn... Uh, the whole station. The whole goddamn station. Yeah. I mean, you hear what he said? There's nobody there who knows what <laughs> town they're in, Joey. They don't know. The more, new morning guy, Bobby Mitchell, he doesn't know what city he's in. But what all. do they talk about? They, all they ever talk about is how they're going to have a birthday. And how come you're listening to it? My wife has an eye. She does this yeah, aerobic well, dancing. Tell your wife to get with it, will you? Start to turn on Hot 105. So, so Brian, working at Gloves 94... Don't, yeah. don't take any wood nickels. I shan't. And uh, you guys keep up the good work. Okay, give, Brian, Greg, a, give Greg a big kiss for us. Okay. <laughs> I'll give that. Thanks for calling, Brian. Bye. Okay, 1.49 <laughs> at WID. we got a little business to do again here. We'll come back with the uh, Stop incredible, swearing, too. incredible Joey Reynolds, who's making all of these outrageous comments. So when the people who are transcribing the show as they do every day, it's Joey who's saying all the stuff. My, right. mother's, <laughs> my mother's listening to us right now. Oh, and God. you're saying that filthy stuff on here with your mom listening? My mother from Buffalo, poor little God thing. almighty. I mean, my mother lives in Hollywood. I would never say God damn in her presence. This is my mother who took my very own little kid sister and put crazy glue on her knees. Anyway, <laughs> really? Cool. Well, that works, too, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Toyota of Hollywood is the place if you're in a market. Maybe Joey wants to buy a new car, which would be nice if he ever gets a job, because uh, this is the place. I would show you my Supix tab. W-I-O-D. Burn, baby. 154 <laughs> W.I.D. Not very often we get a major celebrity. In fact, every time we get a radio person on the air, it's somebody who's out of work. Stan was on here a few weeks ago. Somebody who's out of work. I'm and not out of work. Joey. I'm between pictures. Well, what are you doing, Give me a though? break. What are you doing? How are you sustaining yourself? I have money. I'm a rich guy. Good. What are you talking about? I performed all the vasectomies <laughs> on the medflies in L.A. Gina <laughs> Mosley. Hello. Gina. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Um, could I uh, possibly make a request? Sure. Okay. Um, I wanted to hear uh, Mark Talendale Vice if I could, too. Oh. You donn't want to talk to Joey? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what's, That's what's your name, ma'am? I'm sorry? What's your name? Gina. How old are you? Um, it's Mark Mosley's wife. 
Don't yeah. start putting the don't start putting the moves on Mark's wife. No, move. I was going to try to figure, get a little profile. Okay, I'm going to play it. it right now. Joey, I'll be upset, but it's only a minute, okay? Okay. Tell Mark thanks a million. Okay, thanks. Bye. You you give us a minute, won't you? <laughs> oh, I think I'll turn on Neil Rogers. Only right there, pal. Don't touch that dial. Oh my God, it's Sunny. <laughs> It's Allendale Vice 2, Sonny's Revenge. Yeah, it looks like we got him. Thanks for the tip, Mrs. Aquacoid. You're welcome, Sonny. I mean, I knew he was a sicko when I rented him the place. I mean, look at this. He even had this filth he was looking at. My God. It's the Ted Bundy pictures. Looks like we stopped other future mass murderer Neil scumbag morons. The streets of Hallandale are safe again, thanks to you, Sonny. Just doing my job, Mrs. Aquacoif. By the way, I'm going to need your name and phone number. We contact you later. Let me get you my card. Oops, I dropped my poise. Say, what's that that fell out of your purse? Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. And Neil's Joey saying I'm me. from a different era. You no are kidding. from a different era. Although now that I found out that uh, Steve allegedly is older than you are, now you're like Steve a... isn't older. He's 50. He's a couple years yeah. older than I am. I don't mind my age. I'm having a good no, time. No, he showed me his age. driver's license, but it didn't say which uh, century it was. <laughs> Dick Clark is 60 this year. He looks great, doesn't he? No. He looks like hell. Yeah, he looks like he's finally paying for that uh, that great mirror. That yeah, well, you yeah. know, he, well, he's <laughs> the he hung around with Mark Lindsay too long. That did it. Uh, here's a mobile with Joey. Hello. Hey, Joey. Yo. Can you uh, can you do that thing where you say uh, that Neil's the greatest and he beats you in the ratings? <laughs> I said that already. What are you on delay? <laughs> I just got it. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Can I steal your car tomorrow? No. What? You'll never find. Sharon's it. gonna steal. That's what I'm afraid of. Good luck, pal. Oh, by the way, Sharon's gonna steal my car and oh, they're gonna good. put a low jack in it, the Corvette, and then they're gonna go trace it down. You do get a lot of phone calls here. They're yeah. all lit up for you. That's why I told you. Why did you come in so damn late? we got like two minutes left. I don't know. What's the format? <laughs> EOR. End of the road to you. Miami, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. Hi, Joey. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good. What's um, your name? Huh? What's your name? My name is Katie. Hi, Katie. Yeah. Um, I talked to you a while back when TV was on. But um, I was wondering, are you and, uh, what's his name, Morton, going to make a, a radio, I mean a radio together, a song together? We are doing a TV show together, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean... Uh, he's putting together a pilot for a show called Reynolds After Dark, Rad. Really? Yeah, and we were going to do it this spring, or rather this fall, uh, but he got involved with buying a hotel in Atlantic City. What's it going to be? What kind of a show? Uh, it's like Ernie Kovacs and Steve mm -hmm. Allen, that kind of a thing. You know, it, it's... I did a... Uh, I went to Houston two weeks ago. Ernie would I, be a good guest for you on that show. Thanks a lot. He's not feeling... Uh, yeah, if I'm going to talk to dead people, <laughs> I'm going to stay home and talk to my mother-in-law. No, you can stay down here, yeah. <laughs> my mother-in-law, Jaws, but let's not get into that. Anyway, I was, I was doing some bits uh, in Houston, and I did a couple of interviews, uh, you know, off-the-wall stuff. I did one with Oprah Winfrey. And uh, another one with Vanna White. I accuse uh, Pat Sajak of being a male bimbo. And Vanna is really the way she is. I mean, you know, this is not a put-on. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I'm not Barbara Walters. You know, I mean, I wasn't trying to interrogate her. I was trying to get some fun out is of her. Is this an answer to the lady's question? Yes. <laughs> I'm doing a television show that's very bizarre. That's the Good. answer to the question. Well, I was figures. trying to explain what happened. I told Vanna, I said, Vanna, is it true some guy broke into your dressing room and tried to spin the letters on your alphabet underwear? And she says, I don't wear underwear. Oh. So, you know, it goes into that kind mm. of a place. That Vanna. Little twist. Anyway, the, you still there, man? Do we yes, lose I you? Am. Yeah, I'm, I was just going to ask Neil if he still had um, Morton's record. Yeah, Morton's record. Oh, well, whatever happened to that record? Do you remember that? Yeah, we don't. What have was the it. name of it? Do you remember? Something about suicide. Yeah, that oh, morbid. Was that morbid. Yeah, yeah, I bet incredible. it's around somewhere. I'll bet. 
Yeah. We left it at Zeta because it fits in over there now. Yeah. Well, Watch the show tonight. I look his warts. Yeah, well, I figured if you played them both at the same time, yeah. I was wondering what you'd come Probably out. do something. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, thank you. Bye. You well, licked his warts? He doesn't have them anymore. I call him Wart Downey. He got him taken off by me. Yeah, you were well, the first when you make 40 million, When you make 40 million, well, after we sent him all those, what's that stuff that takes the warts off that we had? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, seriously, we're having people send him compound W, and I think he got the hint. Either 20, that or it worked. 22 million. Anyway, that's it. Uh, Joey, have a wonderful time, a great life. We'll be watching tonight. What time is it on? Can I come back? You can come back any time. I got more to say. <laughs> as long as it doesn't cost us anything, you can come back all the time. What time is it on? 10. Uh, 10 channel 39, channel 10 o'clock. I'm going to watch that tonight. Fringe TV, right? I'll have to have Knott's Landing on another set. Uh -oh. oh, that's going to be delayed, right? That's so we can watch minutes. Joey on with more, then we can watch Knott's Landing a little later. Right? I love you. I'm just sorry that you beat me in the rings, Neil. I'd have a good job. I was making good money. I'm not. <laughs> well, listen, you asked for it, and you got it. Good luck, Joey. Thanks for coming by. This that's it for today. Stay tuned for Steve and uh, Pornography right. and Ted Bundy and Sue the Censor and all those people. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 on 610 WIOD.